Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and tonight we have a bunch of comics. We're going to talk about the Justice League movie, and then we're going someplace where we never wanted to go. Uh, but first I want to say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hi, Holly. I want to go there because I want to expose the truth. Yes, I do. Well, that's true. Okay, but first, let's do the movie first. Let's just kind of, you know. Let's do the movie. Okay, so did you get your tech ticket yet, ordered yet? Um, I actually wanted to tell you this in person. Well, okay. part of in person. Um, I got my tickets for uh-huh. uh, 15th and to go on Sunday with my, my family and stuff. And um, then I get a call um, yesterday. And the person says, hello, may I speak to Bejna, blah, 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 your full name? I'm like, yes, you're speaking to this person. I'm like, you won two tickets to the premiere of Justice League on the 15th. Congratulations. Wow. I'm like, what? I'm like, what just happened? How? Thank you. Thank is this you. real? How? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is this real? Is this a prank call? I've got your number. I will trace you down and punch you and kill you. No, I didn't tell her all that. Um, and she said, yeah, no, everything started. You can bring a guest. It's at half past six. And then uh, I look on the Warner Brothers page as I'm talking to this person, right, because I, I follow Warner Brothers South Africa. Right. And it's real. And I'm like, oh, my God, I actually have tickets to the premiere. I'm like, yay, thank you so much, lady. I even have her name, <laughs> Lindsay, you rock. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay. And Lindsay was so happy. She was like, oh, you're so excited. On the fifteenth, which is when I checked, which is Wednesday, okay. uh, and I checked. It is a worldwide thing for fans, um, and obviously for for some like special people who have connections in Warner Brothers. Um, it's a worldwide thing. It's happening in Brazil. It's happening in the U.S. It's happening everywhere. I just didn't want to put it out on like social media and jinx it. Right. Uh, I just wanted to tell you and Wendy Sue and all the Fomancers who listen to our show. Um, we appreciate you, Fomancers. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going on the 15th. Okay. Oh, we're getting a full house here. We have a guest four and a guest five. Hello. Now more people know. Hello, guest four, guest five. Hello. Okay. So they left at the embargo. <gasps> They did, and I was prepared to go off social media. I was off. I was playing with the dog. I was, my phone was on silent. Right. And then Kimmy messages me, and it's in big capital letters, so I see it on the notifications on my phone. Right, right. right. And she says, get on Twitter now, and I'm like, oh, they're trashing the movie. They're trashing the movie. <laughs> right, I'm like, you know, beforehand, I was like, if we get 1% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'll thank God, because I was expecting negative marks. You know, the first movie in history to ever get negative marks. Then you go on, and you're like, what's happening? I had that reaction. I was like, what? 
What, what happened? Good. Yeah. What happened? Did they give them ice cream and cake? No, I mean, what, the movie? what was happening on Twitter? <laughs> uh, everything was good. Oh, good. Every single review, minus a few haters who are like known, right? Right. There was like two bad ones that I've seen. Right. But they they're like known haters, and we don't even know if they actually watched the movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> Every single review had this to say that it is a fun experience, not silly, right? Right. right. They said it is 100% a Zack Snyder movie. You can feel it in the bones of this movie. It is Zack Snyder's movie. Mm-hmm. Visuals, um, right. everything, right? It, 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 it's Zack's work, right? But at the same time, it is good. Uh, it's not a perfect movie. That's what everybody said. It's right. not a perfect movie. And I'm like, I don't want it to be a perfect movie because there's no such thing, right? Well, no I have something to say in- about that, but go ahead. Okay, good. But I'm like, you know, no movie is perfect, right? And there's going to be flaws. Even in Wonder Woman, there's flaws. Even in BVS, the ultimate edition, there was flaws. Man of Steel, there was flaws. But uh, all I want is just to know that it's a good movie. And everybody yeah. was like, and I don't care about the critics. You know me. I give two sh- I don't even give a shit about them. You know, I couldn't give a damn about these right. people. But I'm so happy that if Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder and uh, whoever go on Twitter, they're not going to see this hate that we had for BVS. Right. Where everybody said, it sucked. It's the worst movie ever. They destroyed these characters, right? And I was just so, for the first time, I said, it's like I'm going to have a good night's sleep. You know, when you have right. that relief taken away from you? Right. And it, it was just like I could breathe, even though the air was stifling hot. I, you know, it, it was like something somewhere clicked in them that, they're going to have to accept the style of movie, right? Because everybody who I follow who actually likes BVS, right? That's the people who I want to see comment on it, right? Because I love Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. And everybody said it is a full completion of the story. And it is the continuation of this world. Right. And they said, whatever, you know, was the plan, you see the plan coming into fruition. Mm-hmm. And we said this how long ago? I know. Zack Snyder always said, Zack Snyder always said, he has a plan, you know, he has a whiteboard, he has the stuff marked out. And right. he always said BVS was going to be very dark, but that's why he called it Batman v Superman, Dawn yeah. of Justice. Right, it's confrontational. Tell you and what's coming. Divisive, yeah. Exactly, right. And to tell you that it's going to get lighter, it's going to get funnier, it's going to be that that superhero world that we look to in DC Comics, right? right. Um, what I like that the people who have watched BVS and enjoy it and, and defend it, uh, the, the critics, you know, what they said is it's 
still that 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 uh, story of every time you're going to watch it, there's something you're going to find new. Right. There's there's something talking about the world that we live in, discussing it, and it, he they said that that has not been lost. It's not a Joss Whedon movie. It's not Avengers or anything like that. It is Zack Snyder's trilogy complete. Right. Mm. Um, I didn't. I didn't read the review, reviews or the tweet, tweets. But one of the guys mm. that I looked to, um, it showed up in my YouTube recommended, and so mm-hmm. he he's a big Superman fan, and so he had a picture of his kid in a Superman outfit. I mean, a little baby kid, you know, like in a onesie. Right. And then he, yep, was, yep. Ta- he was talking about how the embargo had lifted and the tweets he read and, the re- you know, some of the bloggers reviewed and blah, blah, blah. And he said the same thing that, you know, you said. They said it was a fun film. It wasn't a perfect film. Um, he mm-hmm. thought that um, they thought that Ezra and Jason were standouts. Because, you know. It's... Yeah. But. I mean, how we said that, we said right. that. And yeah. then they said, a couple of them said that it was, it was clunky. But it was okay. Mm. That, it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that since Suchihara said, oh, it's only allowed to be a two-hour movie, we're going to get another, mm-hmm. we're going to get an ultimate cut, I think. Yes. To fill in the. Definitely. Yeah. Without the clunks. Yeah. I heard a rumor that the movie was going to be two hours and fifty minutes, right? Because that is that is the movie they screened uh, for a test audience. Two hours fifty minutes, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then when I uh, tweeted, I showed you, uh, I told you when I tweeted right. my my cinema company, they said that no, one of their representatives had screened the movie, right, so that they could okay it for South African audiences, right? Um, And they said that they came back and said it is two hours and 55 minutes, and it is, uh, you know, PG-13 because there's violence, blah, 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 those sorts of things. Because when you put out pre-sale tickets, the ratings and review board hasn't had a uh, it's time to rate and review, right? Right. And what had happened was they had experienced this when Star Wars The Force Awakens came out, is that a lot of kids came to see the movie. And they had to turn away the children because they it said PG-13, right? Although they came with, some came with pa- uh, parents, and p- PG means parental guidance, right? Right, 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 yeah. Although that happened, they said that, you know, the reviews board felt it was a bit violent for children, so they turned away a lot of kids. I stood there and said, my niece has two buns on the side of her head. She has a Princess Leia outfit. She has oh, so we're talking Leia about doll. Star Wars now rather than Justice League? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Anyway, and so anyway uh, I'll skip that. Um, and I did 100%, 100%, believe there's going to be an ultimate cut. Right. Um, what I read is that the history, and they said there are two history lessons. So now I'm thinking, okay, that's 
uh, when Steppenwolf comes with the Amazons, uh, Atlanteans, and the ancient night people, right? And then they said there's another sort of history lesson or learning lesson, which gives you a background to the villain, which is... Steppenwolf. And they said those were the... Yeah, so that is obviously an apocalyptian. Like, this is apocalypse. This is a new genesis, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, and they said those were the two clunky bits. The rest of it is fine. Oh, okay. They said explaining, explaining the villain's backstory and the backstory of how he, uh, where the mother boxes come from. Right. That is the clunky bit. Okay. And, and I'm like, it's okay. It's cool. I know about the mother boxes and Steppenwolf. It's fine. Yeah, but I'm, I don't care about that. We're talking about, you know, general audience coming in to see the movie. Yeah, let me let me let me just say this: general audiences don't want history lessons. They don't want. Yeah, they do. It's part of the story. No, but they don't want it to be overly long. So you you gotta win and lose that battle, right? Already, because. General audiences, um, for example, just recently complained about Blade Runner. Ouch! There it goes again. Is that another bomb? There's like two two since we've been talking. Okay. Next, if there's another one, call 911. Please. Hang up on me. Call them. Okay. Um, Yeah, so general audiences complained about Blade Runner, right, the new one that came out, because they did a lot of exposition about the first Blade Runner that came out, right? So you have Harrison Ford explaining what he did in the first movie. Okay. So it's, it's for me, it's like poor Zack Snyder is stuck between a rock and a oh, hard yeah, place. yeah, that's always a hard decision. We yeah. knew that was Batman v Superman because... You know, we're like, you know, the ultimate cut was much better because, you know, he put in the character scenes, he put in, you know, and that kind of thing. Where, you know, I heard that the two weakest things in the movie were Steppenwolf and Cyborg. So, but my son... Okay. Yeah. So my son says, you know, my son was not is not going to be on the, you know, Cyborg bandwagon at all. Because he wants Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. in the movie, but I don't know if that's yeah. So do I. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. And um, what was the other thing? Hold on. Goodness me! I wish they quit bombing this place. Um. Okay. Holly is going up in flames, but um, okay. There's two post, There's two post-credit scenes. Now, one may yes. be a mid mid-credit scene and the other one would be the post-credit scene. But there's two scenes after the credits start to roll. So don't leave your seat. Apparently yes. they're worth the wait. Um, yes. Uh, one is they do the main credits with uh, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as it flashes Justice League, there's a credit scene. And then one is at the very end after everybody who ever worked on the film is announced. Right, right. 
Okay. Yeah. It, is there more bombs? No. Okay. I heard something. Um, yeah. Uh, what I've heard is that, you see now, this is why I don't listen to critics because some people are like, oh, Ray Fisher's heart and soul is in this performance and you feel it, right? Right. Um, but everybody has said Steppenwolf is the weakest link. Right. Because of his history lesson. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, dude, okay, like how bad? And then they said, well, comparatively, and then somebody said, you know, Zod is number one, then Lex Luthor, then Steppenwolf, and the Joker. And I'm like, what about Ares? Like, oh, we forgot about him. So if he comes in like after, like above Aries, then I'm okay with it. Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm like, okay. I think everybody's, you know, Steppenwolf isn't the the huge bad guy, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. always going to be I think that's why they didn't go all out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why they didn't go all out with him because if you do. And then you bring in this bigger guy, it's like, right? you know, right? how believable do you make that, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, people said the CG was fantastic. Uh, you know, the but what I took away from everything was Warner Brothers did give Zach the, 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 rain on sort of how to edit this movie because everybody said the characters are the forefront. The, and even Diane Lane came out, right? She's doing interviews now and right. releasing mm-hmm. some clips. Yeah, releasing some clips with Martha and, and stuff. Um, and Lois, ugh, I was crying watching that clip. Um, you know, she said the acting you cry in this movie. Right. And every single person said they they got choked up. Some people were crying. And I know if, if that is, is then, then the characters, what the mistake they made in the last movie in BVS when they released it in theatrical form was they cut out Clark Kent, they cut out Lois, they cut right. out Bruce. Right. And they gave us Superman Batman and Lois is doing something. Yeah. And you didn't understand right up until the end what she was sort of doing, right? Whereas when you watch the Ultimate Edition, you realize with Clark Kent involved, with Bruce Wayne involved, with Alfred, with Lois, what is the story? What is the connection? Where the motivations for these characters come from? And they said that's in that movie. It's the ultimate edition for the characters. Right. Because they are front and for, and, and foremost. So for me, that is... Uh, and we... I mean, some of the clips we saw with Bruce Wayne and Alfred. Right. I mean, like, I'm taking a face towel and going because tissues won't be enough. <laughs> right. Take take a real so, handkerchief. A cloth one. Yeah. Um, yes, so that's what I'm the, taking. Yeah. So, what's your guess on the post-credit scene? Um, well, I'm going back to that rumor I told you about. Right. 
end of September, October. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's like, oh, it might be Greenland, and oh, it might be setting I up. I think Greenland is actually going to do a cameo within the movie, so yeah, I didn't believe that. Yeah, I think Green Lantern is in the final act of the actual movie. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people said there is a huge fanboy moment in there, and I'm thinking, oh, Green Lantern. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> duh. Like, we all know Superman's coming back, so what would surprise them? Duh, Green Lantern. Uh, so I think the two post-credit scenes are setting up Man of Steel 2. Right and the next Batman solo movie, because Aquaman is set up, right? Right. Aquaman, according to everybody, steals the show because they all want Aquaman now, right? Right. So they don't need a post credit scene setting up Aquaman. He gets that in the movie. Right. I think they are setting up Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. And they are setting up the the Batman solo movie because I go back to remember when Ben Affleck released that weird video of him doing test footage with a with a Deathstroke character, and then Joe right. Maglioli yeah. saved it and retweeted it, and then all of a sudden Joe is suddenly reading Deathstroke comics now. Right, right, it's all over his Twitter and stuff. So, I'm so like, that's mm. a possibility. And he's going to the L.A. premiere. I wonder why. Yeah. Hmm. See, I was hoping it'd be Catwoman because of what Bruce said to Alfred in that one clip we got. I mean, it could be both of them, right? Because from what I think, it's Lex Luthor hiring an assassin. Yeah. Yes. To go after Batman. Right. And... Why couldn't he also hire, for example, a cat woman, you know, to distract well, him sort yeah. of thing? Yeah. And then you sort of bring in like a hush vibe because I know they I know they're gonna do hush for for the Batman solo movie. Right. It just everything is so set up for that movie, right? I mean, why would they release Suicide Squad just like out of the blue, right? Right. That it, it the, the Suicide Squad was to set up. Batman Hush. Right. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so tell me about the Elfman soundtrack. I've seen a few reviews of it, and I was like, seriously? Is that bad? Mm, it the is two, horrible. The two, ones, the two of them that I've heard were okay. Uh-huh. Friends of Foe and Hero were fine. Those are the best checks. That's why they released them. Well, Friend and Fell, I was really geeking over because, you know, the first few notes is the Superman John Williams theme. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell yep, me about the yep. rest of the soundtrack. <laughs> um, yeah, the rest of the soundtrack um, is horrible. Uh, there is one track I, I like that, that you haven't heard, and it's called Home. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard it, it's, it's a very, very soulful um, orchestra-like type music. And I said, oh, this is Clark with Lois and yeah. Martha, yeah. 100%, right? Right. And then uh, everything else sucks. Um, uh, okay, I am happy. I'm sort of like more fangirling that they brought back the Batman theme from 
1989, right, that Danny Elfman right. did. Right. Right, because that's an iconic, and if you're going to put an iconic Superman theme, you have to put the Batman theme in there. Right, right? and they used that in Batman um, Lego 3, too, you know. They used both of those Lego themes. as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, Batman Lego 2, three, yeah, 2 or 3, 3. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Right. <laughs> so I think I own Batman too. Although my Xbox is defunct now, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know that was cool. But what did they do to the Wonder Woman theme? The Wonder Woman theme was originally bombass, crazy, wonderful. I mean, as soon as you heard it, ambitious when she says Batman. You want to get up out of your seat and you want to start clapping, right? Right, because it was electric cello, which is unusual, and it really grabs you. It really grabs you, right? Danny Elfman decided, I'm going to play it, no, on trumpet. I'm like, what? What did my ears just hear, right? And and it's really loud. It's like not, you know, the the music is going like, you know, it's like a serious such as like uh tense music, because it's called it's obviously called Wonder Woman Rescue. So she's obviously doing something. And then, it's all of a sudden this loud, high pitched trumpet trying to play this this Wonder Woman theme. And it it doesn't sound right. It sounds awful. I'm sorry, Danny Elfman. I was on your side. But (laughs) the thing I am most disappointed about is there is a track called Justice League United. Right. Right? So this means the Justice League coming together, we're going to get them on screen. Right. All together for the first time. Right. And... I'm so sorry. I'm swearing you, Don, Danny Elfman. I'm so sorry. But bloody hell, Danny Elfman went and effing put the Avengers theme in there. What? And yeah, yeah. He's using because he. I found this out. He was the 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 guy, the choreographer, the composer for Avengers with jo- with Joss Whedon. You can't right? do that. He did, and it's final. It's in the movie. He went. And he put the Avengers theme for when the Justice League finally comes together. I am so mad at him for doing that because it's ruined for me, you know? Right. Uh, It's like, why would you do that? And then, to make matters worse, Right, I didn't catch this because I didn't recognize it. He uses uh, for Aquaman the Hulk theme, right? What? And yeah, yeah, it gets worse. Hold on, Holly. And then for the Flash, he uses his old Spider-Man theme from the Tobey Maguire movies. Oh my God! And I'm sitting there, and I'm saying, okay, I get recycling, right? I get it. I get it. Recycling, right? But he takes beat per beat per beat like he just went and copied and pasted the music. And somebody did, I'll send you the video if you want to hear it, 
Somebody does side-by-side -side comparison. But here's the Avengers playing. Here's the middle of Justice League United. It's the same damn tune. Well, I... Most of the people, you know, they were talking about the soundtrack, and they said there's nothing really memorable about that soundtrack. You know, except... And that's the thing, and... and oh. Yeah, and, and that's the saddest thing, is that when you hear Hans Zimmer's music, when you hear... Right. You know, for example, Beautiful Life in the beginning of Batman v Superman, I start crying because I think of that scene that was so sh perfectly shot. Or if you hear Flight, if my nephew, who is almost six months, hears Flight, he starts getting excited because the Superman thing that, I, that you hit on the chest plays the Flight music, mm -hmm. right? So he recognizes it. Danny Elfman's in this entire soundtrack is rehashed Avengers, rehashed Hulk, rehashed uh, Spider-Man. He then uses the John Williams theme, which I've heard him use in the full thing, and it sounds he didn't do it right. I don't know how he got it wrong. He didn't do the 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 the, the Superman theme right. But I'm not talking about friends and foes. I'm talking about when. Um, in Justice League United, right, you have the Batman music, you have, like, the something for Wonder Woman, trumpets, and then you have, like, blah, 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 blah for Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg. And then he plays the authentic, I think he was trying, <laughs> John Williams theme. And I'm like, y'all could have just took the CD from, or the record from then and brought it and played it because Daniel Elfman ruined it. He ruined the John Williams theme. I don't know how he did that. <sighs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, he did. He did that. And then to make matches worse, a new hope sounds like Star Wars. Oh jeez. And I'm like, so was he like high or incapacitated, drunk? And Maybe he's just a to, hack now because he's just recycling I don't know. his it's shit. Like, it's not even his. He's, he's taking other people's stuff. Well, exactly what I'm saying. He's he just, you know, he's recycling his and other people's stuff. Exactly. And then, then it still gets worse. Hold on. It's like what? he, because then the, the anti-hero theme is his Batman theme played upside down. And I'm like, oh, it's horrible. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's the worst soundtrack I've ever heard. No, I won't bother buying that I, one. Uh, yeah, I'm asking iTunes for a refund. And then the the theme, the, like whoever they got to do Sigrid, I don't know who that is. The the song that plays at the end of the credits, you know that that thing. It's called Everybody Knows, and yeah. it's the lyrics are literally about somebody, uh, two people in love, cheating on one another. So I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> How is this a Justice League song? I have no idea. Like, they could have just put Come Together at the end of the thing by yeah. uh, Gary Clark Jr. Right. That would have been better. Right, because that, that theme song 
we all went and bought her because it's so good, right? And I'm like, oh, this is so bad. Can <sighs> can Junkie and Hans come and save us quickly in a week? Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons I like the Wonder Woman movie because of her sound, because of your music. Mm, it's gone. Oh, great. Thanks, Elvin. Okay. Mm. I guess this is as good time as any to go to the... <laughs> We're so depressed. Let's get more depressed. <laughs> okay. So there's... <laughs> Things that are secret are being revealed. I mean, this is... <sighs> I mean, this is the actual... If you ever read the New Testament, this is brought out at least four times in the New Testament. Hidden and, things yeah, will my be revealed. Books too. Yeah. Yeah. My religious books too. Yeah. So okay, so we're gonna do Superman related scandals of the week. <laughs> okay, Superman returns Lex Luthor, Kevin Spacey. Uh, mm. I've had a few people come out, men mostly, about when they were uh less than eighteen in the United States, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. being uh, sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey. Yep. Yep. It and is appara- very sad. And apparently Kevin Spacey's dad was a uh, Nazi-loving, in fact, he used to have a, a Hitler mustache, and he sexually assaulted his sons. Ugh. So there you go. So, mm. well, I know Kevin Spacey is now MIA. Nobody can find him. Right. And mm. uh, they canceled um, his Netflix show. No, they didn't cancel it. They fired well, him from it. Well, the thing about it is that some of the peeps on the show have come out and talked about some of his crap. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. I I hope they give it to Robin Wright because I watched that show and I like Robin Wright. Well, I, I hope she goes. I hope she, I hope she goes all anti-pe and like kicks his ass out the window or something. No, well, I dad. If he's nowhere to be found, he's not going to be able to act in the show. They can get a dummy. A Put it in, but she just stabs him. Yeah, okay. just stab him. Okay, <laughs> now the biggest shocker for most people in my circle. Okay. Even mm. though we we knew about this, we but we didn't know the extent of it. We knew back during Smallville, there was this um, Allison Mack and Kristen Couric were in this uh, under this guy. I can't even remember his name. Kevin something. Anyway, it was Kevin Spacey. It was Kevin Spacey. It starts with an R. I can't remember. Anyway, I can't remember his and name. And they were talking about oh how great it was. And, Oh, it's really empowering and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, that's a cult. Mm. Okay. So now we find out, and I guess like a few days ago, we found out about Allison Mack, and now it's coming out about Kristen Kirk as well. Yep. They, this thing that they're doing, it's a sex slave cult. Mm-hmm. Allison is second in command under the guy. Yep. Uh, she's supposed to bring, they bring girls into the harems. They're supposed to have their own harem. So you've got 
bisexual slavery going on. Yep. I don't think there's any men coming into the cult. It's just women for the, no. the for the head guy and women yeah. for the commanders. Yep. And yep. but that's not the, the, the ugh, that's not even the worst part of it. it although that's gross. Mm-mm. They're branding gross. they're branding these girls. Yep. Uh Kevin R has his brand. Allison has her AM brand. And I thought I did see a KK brand in there. There's a KK brand, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how they discovered about uh, Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I read an article that came out, I think, later. I'll look for the link. I can't remember who sent it to me. Right. Um, I'll look for it and try and give it to you. But basically the gist of it was going deeper into this this cult. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, oh, no, Kristen, whatever name, Kirk, Crack, Cook, whatever, yeah. how do you even pronounce it? Um, Crunk. Uh, <laughs> she is third in charge under mm-hmm. only Allison, right? Yeah. Um, and she has her own harem as well. She brings in girls into a sorority, and then if they pass the test, they get to be branded and be part of her circle. Um, further, the cult does blood sacrificing, right? You, right. In order to be initiated into the thing, you have to cut your, you know that whole thing where you cut your palm and right. like, oh, we joined and spreading disease, basically. Yeah. Um, the blood sex magic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then they have sex with the the head leader, who's this guy. Because that's the whole purpose of, of the damn cult. Yeah, and this is the initiation, right? Right. Everybody's in a circle, holding candles, doing stuff with blood, and yeah, it's while a basic satanic ritual. Yeah. Is yeah, you know, well, basically, while this guy's having sex under a, you know, the the stars, upside down star thing, and Satan, yeah. all those things. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God. They actually, I don't, I can't remember, I think it was TV Guide, where Kristen and Allison were talking about spell. Remember that episode where they turned into witches? And they're like, oh, it was so much fun to do this. And I'm like, okay, now I know why. Well, even more, yeah. now we know why we got power. True. Because yeah. it's this, because she's like, oh, it's about female impairment. It was not about female impairment. It was not. It was. It, it was, was not. Ugh. I mean, people refuse to watch Power and Requiem. Yeah. And yeah. Re- yeah. yeah. I, I have not watched Requiem. <laughs> so, and then, that was season eight, right? Season eight. I think I didn't watch Power either. Yeah. I was like, Power is before Requiem. Yes, I, I was like, the bride where they brought back uh, Lana, you know, and the close was about to kiss, and then they brought back Lana. I was like, F this. Tell me when she comes back. <laughs> like, tell me when Lana's gone. Yeah. And I'll start so, watching again. So, then, season nine, Allison had this huge, she was in every freaking episode, and she got second billing. 
Yeah. And to watch Kelly talk about Allison, I'm like, oh, there's something going on there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is really evil shit. It explains so much, honestly. I mean, it explains why the characters evolved into what some people perceive as empowered women, but we're like, no, no. they're evil as F. Yeah. They're evil. They are they're horrible to men, right? Right. And and and, and we this is I mean, this is not how we want our female heroes portrayed. Right. Why I hate Lana and I hate her now even more. Uh, and I will now associate every Lana Lang in a cult because I'm pretty sure it's like maybe written down somewhere you have to be in a cult. I don't know. Um, well, well min- minus the one that played Martha Kent. Well, here's the thing about it. It's like, okay, so I, I have a couple worries. E.D. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she had a nude scene in the movie, Big Whoop. But that's not what my concern is. At one point in an interview, she said that she had an evil side, a self, person. And she actually named her Jillian, which is kind of like, huh? And then on a Howard Stern interview, I actually saw that one. Um, she, She had just come on the show like season four or five she was being interviewed. And mm-hmm. she said that they had nude uh, dinner parties at her house. Okay. So I'm like, okay. I mean, really? People have to come and strip? What? That's okay. awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, breezy down there. <laughs> so then Tommy is, he actually went to one of those things for, I guess, a week or so. I remember him talking about because it, it, it came out just about the same time as Allison and and Kristen's crap came out and then Tommy came out and and it was even on their website I can't even remember it, it was he went to the mountains with people and they you know and then he said he saw someone's soul in their eyes and I was like what are these people doing you know so Listen, they went to the mountain and they were smoking something no I don't know well it's and it's you know it People had said it was a cult eventually, but I don't think Tom was there for the rest of the cult. I think he just went once and left. I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> did. I don't know. Soul. He saw that person's soul and said, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. So there's some weird shit going on. I mean, in the acting world, apparently, Hollywood, whether it's Hollywood, Los Angeles, or Hollywood, Vancouver, there's some strange shit going on. Now, because, yeah, it's even spread to, you mentioned Vancouver, yeah. Supergirl, Arrow, yeah. Yeah. Well, not to get, okay, before we move on to that, um, Allison was a child star. Was she? Pardon? Was she? Yeah. I mean, she mm. was in the business fairly young. And. Okay. So we're kind of finding out that child actors are abused, sexually abused in the business. Yeah. And that, yeah. you know, 
what that does to your psyche and what that does to you as a human being, your personality, whatever, um, it's, you know, if you don't have somebody who gives a shit about, you know, somebody who says no to those people or, I'm sorry, she's not going to work for you, if that's the case, you know, someone who protect them and to give them, you know, a home, you know, where they could talk yeah. and, you know, then there's going to be problems. And we've seen this with, you know, Corey Feldman talked about it. You know, Corey Haim died. Um, it, I mean, you know, ask, uh, Paul Peterson, I don't know, you're too young for this, but on the Donna Reed show, Paul Peterson was her son, her TV son. And later in in his life, he realized that there was a huge problem with child actors. And so he actually mm. has a program to, you know, talk to these kids and, or, you know, and, you know, tell them, you know, I mean, he works with them, you know, because some of these kids have been through the meat grinder. I mean, you know, you look at the different strokes kids and all that kind of stuff. So, you just have to look at Miley Cyrus for good. Well, sake. yeah, and the horror stories I heard about what happened to her. Yeah. From her father. Yeah, that's the stories I'm thinking of because I'm like, it's just a cycle that repeats itself. So he could, and yeah, so he could get big in the business. He had to do certain things to his daughter in public. Yeah, and exactly, and you know that's why when you read about her. And you're like, well, now I know why she went so cuckoo's crazy, so, you know, right. young. Right. It's because it, you don't blame these kids at all. Their innocence is stolen but, from them. And but like we always say, victims will victimize unless you break that cycle. And so look at, you yeah. know, and Kristen was fairly young when she was in the business. I mean, she wasn't 18 when she was on Smallville, and she had been on shows before that. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, look, they may have been victims, but the cycle of victimization was not broken so they could, like, not victimize others. And look what they did. Yeah. Yeah, because you look at who they recruit for this cult, and it is literally girls out of high school. Yeah. Or in still in high school, which is, hello, illegal. Yeah. Because some girls are 16, 17. That's under the age limit. That, that's children. And apparently there's starvation be, involved. Because there, because, is, there is locking up. You get chained up yeah. naked in a, in a cage. You're starved. You're branded like a Like, you know, they, they don't even do this to bulls anymore. You know, now they tag them. Um, it, it, it's horrific the stuff that they do they have to maintain a certain weight yeah because you know why because the guy said that fat puts off his energy yeah yeah and i'm like fuck your energy and those horses and y'all and y'all want to have sex with him come on y'all can do better but i don't blame them because it's brainwashing if you look at cults and i don't care they They still committed the crime and unless they're willing to break that chain 
then you can't forgive them. Yeah, no, I, I was saying I don't blame the victims because they are being brainwashed by these, by these head honchos. Right. And now you see, okay, this one girl who said, stop, I'm going to stop this cycle, and she came forward on Alison Mack. Mm-hmm. That is not being a victim. That no. is coming forward and taking charge of right. what happened to you. Right. That has to be as your life has to be to put up with that shit. I know. I know. It's like I cannot imagine what these people are going through in their real lives that they have that they find that they think, oh, this this place is better. You know what I'm saying? And it's like horrific. I just thank God I grew up in a good family. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. I was taught, you know, the ways of God. I was taught to be good and That's right. Keep the honest road and yep. don't do blood sacrificing. Okay, so another CW show. <laughs> no, like all the CW shows. Well, Supergirl and Arrow, the producer. I can't remember his name. He was accused of Aaron, Aaron something. Yeah, he was accused of sexual harassment. And then, what were you telling me about the girl that plays Supergirl? Hmm, the girl that plays Supergirl, right? This isn't sexual harassment or anything, but it's still disgusting uh, to me. Um, so she was with a bunch of fans, right? And they released a video of her saying, oh, she doesn't want to be remembered as Supergirl for the rest of her life, right? And on top of this, uh, sort of replying to this video that was released by by the fans, she releases the sex video of her and her boyfriend or husband or whatever it is, and stills, just if you didn't get the close-up, you have stills of me, right? Um, and she says, and the, the tagline of her thing is not so innocent. And now I had a problem with her, and um, I stopped watching Supergirl and I stopped my niece from watching Supergirl and everything because during the whole Hillary Clinton loss of elections, boo-hoo, let's go cry on the streets, um, she lost, she lost, get over it, okay? She was part of these women rallies and she had this big, uh, big poster with the Supergirl or Super, the S, the House of L symbol, right? And she says, my pussy is made out of steel, right? And the S on the, in steel is the Superman S. And so I had a problem with her from then because I was like, you don't use the Superman logo for your own personal endeavors. Especially when you're going to use a word like pussy in the same sentence. So I was like, you know, the Superman is bad because he's got pictures flipping the finger in the Superman suit. Yeah. Um, and she's written off. I'm like, I don't want to watch Supergirl anymore. The only thing I watch anymore is Gotham and Flash. <laughs> um, and honestly, she's crying over Mon L most of the time, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> that's that's woman empowerment. Yeah, she's yeah. crying over Mon L. But she's strong, so she's cool, you know. The hypocrisy. 
right. just annoys me. So, so she released the sex video, and I'm like, hi, you know. I didn't need that in my I'm life. Welcome. Thank you. I didn't need that in my life, exactly. I didn't need, and she's got the, the Superman S in all the sex videos, and I'm like, even the pornos on a Superman more than the chick. Yeah, that's really respecting the S, isn't it? Like, you know, it's bad when you say a porno respects the S more than you. Yeah. So, the last one we're going to talk mm. about this week is an old last favorite. Oh, but apparently, he's on the front of what, the Daily Caller or Daily Mail. He's on the front page now. Eddie Berganza. Oh. Eddie's back. Eddie's yeah. back. Now, Far as um, we know, he's he, on the front page. He's on the front page of the Daily Mail. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Buzzfeed broke the article. Yeah. Um. He is in. Wait for this. The South African paper. I had to hide it from my parents. DC DC editor. I'm like, oh no, it's Eddie. <laughs> Good I don't get the paper. No, but apparently, Eddie notified the staff that there might be something breaking about him. Oh, but he, he told them. He told them what it's coming out. It's big. It's coming out. People have talked about me. They got names. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, there was like three or four people in the article uh, that he had groped or whatever, stuck his, stuck his tongue, tongue down, down their throat, uninvited. Hand down their blouse. Yeah. Hand down their blouse. Yeah. Now, oh, most of this, those events took place between 2010 and 2012. Mm-hmm. But the the kicker with Eddie's situation, which we've talked about ad nauseum, he got promoted. Mm-hmm. After yep. he found out about this stuff, he still got promoted. Then yep. he demoted him to group editor over Superman, no less. Over Superman. And then mm-hmm. we found out, okay, so Action and Superman have different um, group editors, don't they? Uh, one's Cotton, and yeah. I can't remember who the other guy is. The other is, one's yeah. that, Eddie. But he doesn't edit because when you read it uh, in the editing right. boxes, it's somebody else, Andy somebody. Yeah. So, and when Rucka came on to do Wonder Woman for Rebirth, he explicitly <laughs> told DC, I don't want Berganza touching my book. I was so, I was so happy about that. I was like, if only Dan Juggins said, I don't want him to be a Superman. So, Berganza must have something big on those people. I think he got, does. Yeah. They haven't got rid of him. You know, no, yeah. Oh, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Just before the article came out, mm-hmm. right? Um, I follow Dan Nelson on uh, Twitter, right? And uh, face and Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And she had she was tweeting about Justice League coming out, right? Right. And uh, there's the kicker. The article comes out. She deletes all her social media because <laughs> I was like. I'm going to link Diane Nelson, I'm going to link Jim Lee, I'm going to link Jeff Jones, I'm going to tell them we know it's out there. 50,000 people have seen this. Y'all better do something now. Right. 
And when I was looking for Diane Nelson, I was like, oh, she deleted, coward, how coward, He's afraid of social media. Yeah, she, well, she, you know, she's got that big handbag. I don't know. Maybe she just puts it over her head. <laughs> la, 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 I'm not seeing anything. <laughs> okay, the the editor on Superman, who does the little editor's boxes because we don't see Eddie, right? Right. You know, read this issue, Eddie, and we probably won't because we'll be like, Eddie, you don't know what you're doing. Especially when it's um, the wrong is, issue number or whatever. Someone in there? What? Oh. They're talking in Pakistani. Let's not forget that one. Oh, a language that doesn't exist. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is Andrew Marinko. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was. And then he normally puts Andy for Andrew. Yeah. And they have a woman now in that group, the Superman group, because before they were not allowing any women to work under Eddie, figurative or literally. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and now they are so bringing bad. in women. So, you know, and we do have these other editors. So maybe Eddie, <laughs> they're going to be showing his butt to the door. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. Jessica Chen. That's her name. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then they have editor Paul Klemanski. And then they have group editor Eddie Braganza, but I don't think he's he's in the offices anymore. I no. think, uh, yeah, I think they they if they haven't kicked him out, yeah. he has some good. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh well, he's he's editing uh, Dark Metal. Oh, who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Evil, 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 evil. Oh, let's just let Eddie handle that evil stuff because he's used to that crap. Evil and let's kill Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah. You know, yeah. not kill, make her, yeah. let's make her doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Eddie on that. He'll love that. Ooh. Yeah. Eddie. Ugh. So, I don't know. Don't take if him out. Just take if they his don't name take off him the out. damn Superman book. We don't want it. Yeah. Uh, you can give him, him to evil know? Batman. Not Tom King's Batman, yeah. but evil Batman. Not Tom King. Was no, no. Scott Snyder's yeah. Batman bullshit. Oh, poor poor Grant Morrison. You have to deal with Scott Snyder and Eddie Preganza. No, you know what? Give Eddie... Oh, 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 oh. There will be stipulations made if Grant comes. Uh, give Eddie to Scott Labdell, his good friend who he covered for. Yeah, but also those books, his books broken. don't sell, so whatever. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Give it to him and they can do Red Hood and the Outlaws and they can like stick their tongues down for what's Star- the name? Starfire. Uh, Artemis. Oh, Artemis. Starfire. That's right. Yeah, whatever. Artemis, Starfire, whatever. I don't care because that's not the real Artemis. She's from Egypt, whatever. Um, <laughs> Artemis from Egypt. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, word. Artemis from Egypt, Scott Lobdell. What were you smoking? Uh, but anyway, yeah, get him out. Okay, it's enough is enough. First, they didn't they didn't do anything when it was bleeding cool, right? And right. I find this I find this really really um, you know, it's so it's so horrible of society that they publish, right? They name the guy. 
they have evidence. They have women who have come to them and talked to them. They have witnesses. But once they're anonymous, they have witnesses who corro- collaborate with the, with these women but want to stay anonymous, right? But because it's bleeding cool, because it's a comic book site, because it didn't get traction, DC and whoever's in charge decided to stay silent. Oh, it's the boys at the top. And, and I know it was during the New 52 regime. I know, hey. you know all that, but, but come on. It, uh, I'm just glad that Eddie got caught up in the Hollywood scandal and people yeah. are now, uh, you know, like really famous people are, are tweeting and they're like, oh my God, is this really happening in DC Comics? DC, what are you doing about it? You know, uh, I don't care if it's the mayor of Long Beach who's tweeting about it. He's somebody who's got followers. I don't care if it's, you know, whoever. But, you know, artists have come forward um, and they're, they're demanding, like, you know, get get rid of this. Like, um, and, and I saw, yeah, I saw recently Gal Gadot said that she would not sign on for the Wonder Woman sequel. And Patty Jenkins has agreed with her until they get Brett Ratner out. Right. He's, I was going to mention um, him next. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know what? It, the world has moved on from 1955. Well, I you mean, can't cover up sexual well, scandals. It goes beyond that. Well, see, Hollywood mm. has always covered up all their dirty shit. Mm, I know, yeah. And, and that was the 20s. Yeah. Early 20s. I mean, that was before talkie. Even so, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, we don't know what will happen next week, but good grief, good grief. I mean, they're all getting pulled under. So yeah, and this is not helping. I mean, Hollywood is losing money right and left, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they can't get people to come into the theaters. You know. Did you hear what Disney wanted to do? Oh my god, the thugs at Disney. They want to charge um cinemas. Every single cinema around the world, right? Mm-hmm. Has to give them wait for the sixty five percent of the ticket sales for Star Wars The Last Jedi. They then have to play this movie if if they buy this movie, they buy it under condition that you have to give 65% of ticket sales to Disney uh, in the first week. In the second week, it's 70%. And I'm like, excuse me, right? Then you have to play it in a minimum of two cinemas, your biggest cinemas. You also have to um, play it for five weeks. This sounds like Monsanto's agricultural contracts. And I'm thinking, who the F does Disney think they are? You know? Well, fine. Do you know that Walt Disney was a 33rd degree Mason and there's a Masonic Lodge at Disneyland? There is? Yes. 
Ugh, don't tell it, me all these things. My niece wants to go to Disneyland. Well, don't take her. And the thing about it is, is that <laughs> you know all those tunnels that run underneath both Disney Ooh, World what's and, tunnels? and yeah. And you what's know how many tunnels? kids disappear at Disneyland, <laughs> Disney World? Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so scary. Yeah. Hello. And you know Ooh. they're making Marvel movies. True that. <laughs> True but, that. You know, I mean, you it'll know, be like, just prove that she's like, not beyond scandals. Hello. So, and here's the other it'll thing. It'll be like the Hulk with Superman. Next time you be watching your princess movies or whatever, be careful. I don't. I don't watch Disney movies unless it's for her because she doesn't understand. Yeah. Well, there's stuff what in there that. Gets. Well, there's, I mean, they'll have mm-hmm. sex written in the sky. And, you know, there's hard-ons in there and all kinds of stuff. True. I have seen those, those <laughs> pictures. Yeah. So, yeah. I uh, The worst is when you watch a Disney, pro, a Disney movie as an adult and you're like, oh, my God, my child should not be watching this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't tell them that you know there's a hard on in the scene. Oh look, it's a sex joke. Hey, yeah. that. Yeah, really. Yeah, you, you got to wait a little bit before you take the innocence away and say, you yeah. know, this is a, this company not good. Hmm. Right. Okay. Mm. Action. Okay. So. Okay. Here we are with the comics, boys and girls. Uh, Superwoman. Just don't even bother. Yeah. Even though Lois was in it, but you know, whatever. Oh, it's not Lois. Excuse me. I stopped reading this book, right? Because well, I, I mean, saw she, it then. I said she's, you know, like third, fourth on the rung. You know, they've got the the woman empowerment stuff. Maybe Allison and Kristen had something to do with that bullshit. But anyway, um, <laughs> don't even bother. No, no. This this book. Read this issue. I was going through it because I saw it then. I'm like, what is Lana doing at the Daily Planet? Right? Oh, because God. that's the cover. She's like, yeah. she's like smashing the Daily Planet, right? So I'm like, oh, she better not be, you know, hurting Lois or anything. Oh, Lois is hurt in the first three pages. Well, she was very um, hurt. I mean, she showed up at the the lab and Lana's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I like, Your boyfriend oh, dropped me out of the sky. That's why I'm here. Like, Lois is falling and bleeding and has a blue eye, and Lana barely even flinches to pick her up. The other girl, Tracy, has to pick her, and then she gets shocked, right? Or Tracy or Natasha? Natasha picks Lois up, right? And, you know, Lana's just like, what are you doing here? What do you mean, John Henry? What are you talking about, Lois? You make no sense. And I'm like... Why am I reading this book again? Oh, right, because of the Daily Planet cover. And then, as I'm scrolling through this, right, Lois is giving them binary code that John Henry had given her as secret, right? Right. And Lana's just like, oh, what do you mean? You make no sense. For an electrical engineer Engineer. in the world. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know what 0 and 1110011 means. Come on. Uh, even I know that. Yeah, well, yeah. So anyway, 
I don't want her building my where computer. I, where I stopped reading this issue out of pure frustration was Lois in like this dying breath says to Lana, Oh, Lana, it's always been you. You've always been Superwoman. I'm like, well, seriously, get the F out of here. Come on. Like, what would Lana be without Lois Lane being her personal cheerleader? Saying, you go, Lana. You're, you're Superwoman. Oh. Lois Lane is not Lana says, oh, maybe I'm not cut out to be a hero. No, you're not. So just end it now. Like, can you just kill yourself, Lana? You just do it already. We know you're suicidal. Just do it. Whatever. Oh, yeah, and the, the villain is L- Lena Luther's um, um, mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Lena Luther was, was in the Lex bot thing, right, yeah. with her head yeah. floating. Yeah. So Lana kills her. And nobody's up in arms about that, no. Um, but she's such a hero. So she, woman empowerment, I killed this evil woman. Yes. <laughs> uh, I almost killed Lois Lane. <laughs> um, Female empowerment. And, yeah, woman empowerment, my ass. Yeah, really. Uh, so, Zena uploaded her brain. To the cloud, I don't know. And was it any old cloud? Was it an any old cloud? It was it. You know, there's a lot of clouds Idiot. out there, folks. <laughs> just like she's just playing Google. <laughs> I don't know. And you know, the electrical <laughs> engineer is so technical. She uploaded to the cloud. Which one? She she just uploaded to the cloud. I'm like, that's literally the explanation. She uploaded herself. Yeah. To like the internet. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, even Hank Henshaw in the 1990s with very minimal internet explained it more. Yeah. But Selena so Luther comes back in a robot body, and so basically Hank Henshaw, right? Right. And she's not. She downloaded from the cloud into the robot body, and now she's coming after Lana. And I'm like, you go, Lena, kill her. Right over. Well, she's going to be gone after next month because her book's been canceled. Thank you. Yay. Okay. Um, so now after that downer and that stupidity, uh, we have a quote from Henry Cavill. Well, Henry Cavill really said, this is the first time we see the true Superman, the Superman who is confident and sure and full of hope and joy. Oh, I'm just going to go oh. see the film. I might have to wait till the third act, but you know. Uh, I heard he comes in a lot sooner. Really? Yeah. The third act has another surprise. Oh. Well, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, my favorite review or social embargo reaction, whatever right. that thing is, right? Right, right. Um, <laughs> I'm like, just give us one date. Um, I my have to wait favorite reaction. I thought I was doing good. I didn't win any tickets, so I have to wait till Thursday at six o'clock. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're making me feel bad. Now that's why I didn't want to tell you. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh boy. I feel so bad. Anyway, 
I'll live vicariously. So, I don't care. Um, this one, this one uh, feminist account. I don't know who she is. Um, she says advocates for wom- for for women mm-hmm. uh, for Wonder Woman. Blah, sorry. Here and her friend. So she, this person, and her friend got two tickets for Justice League uh, to see the to see the the press release thing. Uh, not better than Wonder Woman, and I'm like, well, you're kind of biased since you already mentioned that you're advocates for Wonder Woman. Right. But yeah, uh, much better than BVS, and I'm like, well, you're kind of biased because you know. Advocates for Wonder Woman. Uh, Girl power feminism. Strong Diana. Strong Lois. Oh. Yeah. Mira's cool. Mira's cool, right? Right. And Aquaman. And this is where I get a bit iffy. I'm like, you see, this is now feminism. And I don't really like modern feminism. Because then they go and they say, oh, Aquaman soon. And I'm like. Yeah, you know, you're, you're sort of, I mean, I do this, but you're sort of, you know, objectifying him. Well, okay. Oh, Just wait same. a minute. Now, wait a minute. We objectify, well, uh, today I was objectifying all the guys who would have their shirts off in the Justice League movie. So tough titty. I mean, I appreciate the male form. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not one of these feminazi people who say, oh, don't objectify women. Oh. And I'm like, nah, if she's good looking, call out. Say she's good looking because I do the same thing to men. When Henry Cavill takes off his shirt, it's human nature. I'm going to say, hell yeah, rewind, play that again. Okay? My digital copy even knows that's my favorite scene. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, literally, every time I watch BVS on, any, on my iPad or whatever, it just goes straight to the closed bathroom scene, and I'm like, "There you go, you got set up." But no, I think God, it's it, fabulous it's that Henry says this is the first time we see the true Superman, the Superman who's confident, and sure, and full of hope and joy. Thank you. Yeah, um, I've I've been loving everything he says uh, over the interviews because I think he's as a Superman fan. He's because listen, I love Man of Steel, I love BVS with all my heart. I will defend it as wonderful movies. Right. But there were problems. Right. I will admit that there were problems. Talked it's about, not a perfect yeah. movie. Right. Yeah, it's it's not a perfect movie, right? But I get it, right? We couldn't see Happy Go Lucky Superman straight right. away, right? Because you and I know that this is the, the the modern interpretation of Superman. And by that I mean post-crisis. Now, post-crisis shifted the, the, the thing from Superman being the main guy to Clark being the main guy. Right, and exactly. Clark has human problems, right? Dude doesn't just smile all the time, right, in, in post-crisis comics, I mean, action comics that we read. He is down, but he doesn't give up. Right. And that's what we like about Superman, is that we want that down, because then we get to see the up. And so I appreciate Man of Steel and BVS 
for doing that because that is how you build Superman. Superman can't just, and I'm, this is not a hit against Christopher Reeve or anything. At that oh. point in time, there was no Clark Kent. Superman was the main guy, so you have right. to make him right. that Right, because it's based on the Silver Age. Right. Exactly. So you have to, and you have to get it into your head that it's a dynamic shift, that in order to do Doomsday, you have to do post-crisis Superman. Post-crisis Superman would sit on a mountain and say, the world has a lot of problems. And he would then go and fix them or try to fix most of them or try to inspire people to fix them themselves. Right. Um, And that's why we don't like the victimization of Superman and the dark metal crap. Exactly. Now, you see, when you do that, then we're going to call you out on bullshit because what Man of Steel does is what I love about when Zod dies, right? Uh, Or is killed. um, Well, he dies. He shows remorse. Yeah. He shows remorse as soon as he, he, he snaps his neck, right? He's comforted by Lois, but the next time you see him, He's moved the hell on. He's not, uh, I killed uh, 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 uh. No, he's not doing that. Save the right? freaking world. Says, I saved the freaking world. I'm going to go get a job now, Mom. Uh, I'm going to hang out with this girl I really like. We might just move in. I might propose. Uh, and I'm going to do this job that helps me to get to dangerous places so I can help the world. And I'm like, yeah, that's Superman. Because he's not a victim, right? He's not, oh, Zod pressured me. You know, he's not near 52 Superman. Oh, Zod pressured me. Oh. Do no we choice. have to mention new 52? That's bad. Uh, okay, sorry I mentioned him. But anyway, well, I'm just making a comparison. Right. He is the post-crisis dude, right? Right, he's right. Gone, he's going he's to mope, right? He's, he's going to be like, oh, no, what did I do? Oh, no. The world has trouble, but he's going to move on. He's not a victim right. at right. all. Right. Yeah. Um, did you see the tweet? Apparently, Iris has been cut from the film. Um, I Yeah, I heard that she's sort of cut. You mean sort of? <laughs> she's How still she there, talk? but she's not... She's there? But she's not right. introduced, she's there, or he doesn't has, call her Iris or anything? She has dialogue, but she's not like integral to a storyline. Right. For example. But she's still in the movie. Yeah. She's still in the movie, yeah. Okay. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Because I, I asked uh, some of the reviewers and they said, you know, we can't go into specifics, but she's there. Okay. And she has she's dialogue. There. Now people... They said she had dialogue? Yeah, people, she got dialogue. She says... Even yeah. if she says, hi. Uh-huh. Hi, Barry. Even if she says high Barry, even if she says Barry, you know, then yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, now, what people are doing is they're comparing it to Mira. So, and you know, Mira obviously has more scenes. Right, because so, she's guarding the she's guarding a damn mother box. We know that she mm, has a little bit so, more responsibility, you know, while while Arthur runs around drinking and. You know, didn't half naked, and uh, you know she's guarding the mother box. You know, and Steppenwolf comes, exactly. and Arthur has to fight him, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, 
that's what they're comparing it to. They're comparing Iris to how many scenes Lois has, how many scenes Mira has, how many oh scenes Oh, my Diana goodness, has. people, get alive. Exactly, yeah. Listen, who who's who's saying all this? Stop reading the format sheets because I went through them earlier, and this is what they were saying. So who's stop reading Fomance's tweets. Hmm? Come on, people. Okay. <laughs> Don't listen to the Fomance's. So, let's see. Um, Super Dashman? Didn't read it. Okay. I stopped reading it a long time I ago. I looked at it, and Clark was in it, and maybe Bruce, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I okay. think so, because he was talking to the Chinese guy, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> I'm going to start reading it when they said um, Jin Yang tweeted out that they're going back to Keenan's roots. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah. They're quitting all this. They're quitting all this Justice League stuff, and they're gonna explore. This is what got me excited. Keenan and Lainey Lang. And oh, like, about time! About damn time! That was like, oh, here's Keenan. Oh, next issue. Yeah, we have a Justice League. Wait a minute. What's this guy about? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody's problem is with the with that book. Okay, I was going to try to do this, but even my computer's like, no, I don't want to look at Batman Lost. See, it's, it's evil. evil. Um, don't put it on. Don't put it in your life. Just, I don't care if it's drawn by Jorge Jimenez. Even I Jorge wasn't excited. It it's just trash, I guess. And Jorge Batman. wasn't even excited about this book. He wasn't even excited. He's oh, like, well, it kind of takes uh, him through time travel. Where something, yeah, yeah it's dimensional. Grandpa Batman, and it looks yeah. like a one of the women is Catwoman. Of course, she just has barely a, a blanket covering her, and then it takes him on to something else, you know. And it's just, you know, if you're on drugs, maybe you would enjoy it. But no, no, not drugs. If if you're doing evil in the yeah. side. You're yeah. going to enjoy this. But we don't. We don't dabble in evil. So, so Bruce has a granddaughter in this. I don't know. Yeah, don't but know. she turns into a demon, of course, because, you know, that's, oh, what, this whole, that's what this world's about is, you know, evil, evil, evil all the time. Oh, I, was, I saw a really good talk about um, multidimensional energies and... Mm-hmm. Spirit, and it was like whoa. In the book? No, it was a podcast. Oh, and oh, our like, our okay. DNA is mm-hmm. our um, connection to spirit to God, and if mm-hmm. like in during Noah's time, God saw that the Rephaim and the Nephilim were. You know, messing up the DNA, and that's why he flooded the place. And mm. now Wasn't it incest? Huh? Wasn't it like incest and stuff? It was more than that. It was the fallen angels screwed females, human females, and created oh. the Nephilim. God. Yeah, it's all in the Bible. Hello. And okay. And then. Um, they started to corrupt all the DNA, including the animals. And so God decided 
he had enough of that crap. So he was uh, Noah's DNA was good, still good, and and he that's why he told him to go out and find two of each kind, and he had to find mm-hmm. the animals that were their DNA hadn't been corrupted yet. Because you know we've corrupted animals' DNA now. I mean they have human pig yeah. chimeras and all that kind of stuff, you know. And um, so when you screw with the the DNA, which, you know, a lot of your foods, your chemtrails, all that kind of stuff, that screws with your DNA. You know, they're screwing with the water, um, yeah. vaccines, all that kind of stuff. Or even your thoughts can, can affect your DNA. And if they put, like, you know, the stressful fear porn or fake news that makes people, you know, just, Excitable all the time. That affects their DNA, and, and it was really interesting. And um, so this whole dark metal thing, I thought, gosh, what a number they're doing on people's DNA. You know, on their spirit, on their energy, on their you know all that stuff. And I'm just like, and you know, and now we've got all this Hollywood, you know, uh, entertainment scandals. I mean, it's not just Hollywood. Mm. It's uh, every, you know, media, it's everything. And, you know, it's like a pustule. It just keeps giving all this pus out. And, you know, and it's not going to stop until yeah. it's all done. Yeah. And that's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I agree completely with what, everything you just said because that's what I was taught. Um, right. You know, we we were looking at, we have a uh, thing of uh, bird flu now, right? Right. And where did, where did the bird flu come from? I think I talked to you about this. Oh, America supplied hormones and stuff for the chickens that, oh, yeah. and they, and they, you know, the, these farmers in South Africa, you know, when I talked with traditional, very traditional farming communities they don't go to school they don't understand what this is for right um and i'm I'm not playing like the ignorant south africans trait or anything but it's true they honestly don't know what all this stuff is they don't know what pesticides are and things because exactly yeah farmers you know to keep pests away they sprinkle eggshells which they get from the chickens Right, because right. that's calcium, and, and they we do that in this country. People who actually do, we grind up the eggshells and put it in the feed because they need grit and they need the calcium. Exactly. See, right? It's farming. It's it's all the same. Yeah. All got the same roots. Right. And then all of a sudden there was this deal signed during the Obama term, right? His of last course. year. Of course. Of course. Um, to supply America, I told you, you know. Yeah, we were doing this whole thing where Americans want more chicken breasts. They don't want the the thighs and right. the drumsticks and the right. Right. And in South Africa, we do the complete opposite. We want the, the what you call brown meat, right? It's well, yeah, thigh, dark meat. Yeah. Bones, dark meat, right? And, and because it's got more flavor. Right. <laughs> people in the know here know that thighs are better than breasts, but see, it's the mm. whole ad. PR, Edward Bernays, mind control crap 
where, oh, you must eat the breasts because they have less calories, blah, 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 which is bullshit. Yeah, and which is bullshit yeah. because right. animal fats in, in equal quantities is good for you, people. Yeah. Right. Uh, duck fat, lard, all that good for you. Right. Um, so anyway, this deal that went through meant that we had to supply America with a certain number of chicken breasts, right? Mm-hmm. And they found out that our farmers still farm the traditional way where the chickens go and poop in the grass. Right. The grass then feeds the cows, all that, right? The chickens pick at that, and that's how it is, right? Right. Um, well, and you feed the chickens, too. Cause yeah, they move, you feed the yeah. chickens. Yeah. Oh, and then they move the seeds around. Right. Right. So they said, oh, no, this is never going to meet supply. They gave the farmers hormones, right, to start pumping the chickens. Oh. Now, our, all our chickens in one region, right, have bird flu. Of course they do. And all the chickens now have to be vaccinated. But... Oh, jeez. Let's just put mercury and shit in there. Oh, jeez. Thank goodness the South African farmers were like, no, no, we know how to handle bird flu. You kill all the birds. Right, right. And and you keep... And you see who's the main carrier, right? They know how to find it. The vets go and help them. You don't give them vaccines. Right. You kill the bad chickens. You heal the good chickens. And you start again. Right. And they just want to make money. So, because first they'll give you the yeah. hormones. You have to buy the hormones. Yeah. Then after they yeah. give you the flu, then, oh, you got to buy the vaccines too, which will kill even more of your birds and make more of your birds exposed to the flu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what they wanted was those those farms that you see and uh, like on exposés and stuff where the chickens are born without legs and right, right, eating right. their own shit and all yeah. those sorts of Have things. Your antibiotics they're eating, and yeah. They're, they're eating each other. Right. right? And that's and, stressful and that goes into the meat as well. Exactly. Negative energy. Yep. And when they came to our farms and they saw all oh, these chickens are running around and they've got chicken. their own homes. Yeah. They know where to go into their own homes, you know, those yeah. sorts of things. Um, and they hang around with the cows. They pick the ticks off the cows and things. Yep. yep. Um, and, you know, it's all one ecosystem. They right. said, oh, no, 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 this is not going to work. And they started giving hormones to these. Luckily, it was only one region. And we're very lucky that we have uh, all eight regions that produce chickens mm-hmm. so not but they are like screening now all the chickens so right. you have a very low supply of eggs low supply of chicken all that right. but they're like no america if you want chicken breasts wait for them so i'm very happy that the farmers actually did that they stood up and they're like we ain't pumping vaccines into our chickens we'll right. kill the chickens and Heal the the good ones and you start again. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I just saw something today in one of one of the podcasts. They were talking about you know they're talking about Madagascar, you know having the Black Plague. Um, they're talking mm-hmm. about Uganda has something going on there that's killing people. Always um, Uganda, like, a, like a, and it's like an avian feud. 
flew, and somebody gave the history of what what America called the Spanish flu in the 1917s, mm-hmm. 1918s, which wiped out what uh, some people say up to five percent of the world's population, and it was not more from, like ten. Yeah. Well, but um, it was not from Spain. It was not no. from Fort Riley. <laughs> Our patient zero was at Fort Riley. What where it came from was China. China had, and they always seem yep. to have, avian flu going on. And during mm-hmm. the First World War, which was from 1914 to 1918, they um, shipped men across the world to work in other countries because most a lot of the men were, you know, on the front or fighting in the war and dying. Yep. And so uh-huh. they would visit port to port to port, and then, you know, some of those ports had army men or whatever, or people going to America or whatever country, and that's how it spread. So it was really a Chinese disease from an avian flu from China. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So people are like, you know, oh, wow, you know. And it's like, and the thing about vaccines, Vaccines are totally worth it, worthless with flu, mm-hmm. because they mutate yeah. Yeah. before before you know the flu mutates while they're fooling around making a supposed quote unquote air quotes vaccine. the The flu is mutating, and so they're at least six months behind, if not more. And then they shove crap in there that shouldn't be in there with the you know with the vaccine, you know, as people are discovering yeah. with. You know, infants are getting, what did they say, 50 immunizations before the year, before the second year of the life? It's a god-awful no, number. No, not sure. It, oh, here. Not sure. Oh, it, you know, even the CDC said, yeah, there's mercury in the vaccine, you know, and then we wonder why we have a, a autism epidemic. Well, yeah, not sure. I mean... My nephew only got his immunization for, I think, polio. Oh, even that's a rip-off because I had my polio and, uh, like, what was it, almost a million doses of it had the the simian virus in it that caused cancer. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, hmm. Hmm. Well, the only... That's- the only group of people in the United States that never get, you know, the childhood disease, or the autism, are the Amish. Because they don't get, they vac- don't get vaccinated. <laughs> they don't get vaccinated. Yeah. Um, you know, the kids get mumps, and they live. The kids get measles, and they live. You know, they don't even get the polio vaccine. They don't get polio either. I'm sorry. I, I got measles. I lived. I had two types of measles at the same time. Me too. I'm fine. Touch wood. Hello. I had measles at mom's parties and everything else when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. We got another. Do you have have this kind of doctor? Because some of the Amish can do this, and and there's a doctor here that does it. It, They look at your eyes and your iris, and they can tell you what's Mm -hmm. wrong with you. My doctor. Oh, okay. My doctor looked at my my mom's eyes, and he was like, you've got high cholesterol. 
yeah. blood pressure. Mm. Yeah, my yeah. doctor does the same thing. Yeah, he looks yep. nice. Yeah, he's an old-fashioned doctor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here. And you know, you know heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, and I was telling him about thieves oil, and he's like, "No, yeah, it's very good." <laughs> and yeah, and uh, he recommends like more. Um, you know, he doesn't go like, oh, go take antibiotics. Or, Here, let me shove this right. in you. Right. He's more of, um, oh, go take two parasites. Go take two aspirin, right? Mm-hmm. Go sleep. Massage your head with this oil. Right. <laughs> Massage your back with that oil. Right. He's more of a you feel na- in the naturopathic doctor. Or he's pr- probably definitely holistic. He knows that. It's not parts as parts. It's the whole body interacts as one thing. And, you know, if you align, you know, if mm-hmm. you get this thing taken care of, the rest of it's going to take care of itself. So, because, yes, yeah, what yeah. I think the Western world doesn't understand, especially under the medical education that we started to receive at the turn of the 20th century, well, the 19th century, no, 20th century, mm-hmm. 1900s, 20th century. 20th century, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, that the body will heal itself. Mm. It, no, it, that, it, that's what, mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where the Western world is like, oh, my body doesn't know what to do. It, I have to take this medicine for the rest of my life because I have this disease because I don't have this medicine. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am, you know, when I discovered the internet, Right. I discovered how like weird the Western world is. Oh yeah. Because, I mean, like my grand, you know, if I say I've got a headache, she'll be like, "Here's some balm. Go rub it on your temples and mm-hmm. go sleep. Get up, and you'll be fine. Right. And it works. So why would you use anything else? Right. Um, you know, my doctor, when he discovered I had high uh, sugar. Right, mm-hmm. like borderline type two diabetic. Right. He said, "Don't take the medicine." Right. Let's try and lose some weight, exercise, eat right. 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 Drop the bread. You can have rice because rice has no gluten. Rice is good for you. Yeah, but see, anyway, our the- rice is contaminated. Our ninety ninety-five percent of our rice is GMO. <laughs> I. I don't. Y'all's rice is weird. We we have uh, yeah. And so for Americans, forget it unless you get organic. You know, Americans, if you get anything, make sure it's organic or it it's never been made GMO ever. Because now they're making GMO Mm. potatoes and they're making GMO Granny Smith apples. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that was me. He's like, don't eat bread. Don't eat pasta. Right. Have rice. Rice is good. If you're having your potato, bake it. Don't put it like in gravy or deep fry it. Right. Um, that sort of thing. Lost some weight. My sugar's under control. Oh yeah. The if you lose what seven so, yeah, percent of your weight, your blood sugars is going to go down. That's what I lost. I yeah. Lost 10. So, yeah. And it it did that. So it's like body. The body is its own machine. It's better than any man-made machine. So why would you want to put man-made stuff into it? Yeah. Yeah. I know better than God food. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 
I saw a movie w- that's releasing um, with it's with this real Larson person, and this movie that's releasing is this Western company goes to India and they provide GMO rice, right? And then they discover, oh, the rice is, is sterile and it's just going to harm these people in India. And I'm like, I could have told you that at the beginning of the movie. What? I'm sorry. My oh, phone well, not, fell. You, uh, my phone fell listening. off my headset. <laughs> I was wondering what that noise was. That's what that noise was. I just was. carried on talking. That's good. I just carry on talking. We will have no dead air. Yeah. No, I was just talking about this movie with Dean Larson, right? Mm-hmm. Where she goes to India with this GMO rice to save the Indian people oh. and to end hunger. And mm. uh, then they find out in the movie that this rice is sterile, right? Right. And uh, can't it can't produce by itself, right? Right. And then she's like, Oh, now I must save the Indian people, and I'm like, no, stay home. If you hadn't, <laughs> if you had, yeah, if you hadn't come here with your GMO rice, India would still be fine. <laughs> Go away. Well, that's how they killed off. I think it was like 250,000 cotton farmers in India during the what the early 90s. Yep, that's they committed and- suicide because. You know, oh, well, we could teach you how to do it better. Not really. Yeah, and these poor Indian farmers were running into debt with um, mafia bosses. Yeah. Couldn't pay them off. Decided suicide was better. Yeah. Well, I mean, mafia bosses in there was Monsanto. They wanted this BT cotton. They put this BT bacteria in it, in the seed. And so the contract states that they had to use Roundup, glyphosate, you know. Mm-hmm. There's glyphosate in about every food in the United States. Ugh. Um, which is killing people, giving them cancer. But mm-hmm. these cotton farmers had always saved their seed from year to year. It was a tradition, you know, and that's how they developed better seed, right? Monsanto says, no, you can't reuse seed. We'll sell you the seed, and next year you have to buy new seed. And so if the crop failed, guess what? They're in debt up to their yin-yang. Yep. Mm-hmm. So rather than, you know, they save, to save face, they committed suicide. True. They wiped out a hell of a lot of people. And the BT cotton can give you all kinds of problems, too. But, you know, that's the West for you. That's the West. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. You'll just want to save us. You'll just want to save us. They had a Justice League uh, Day special. It was just the new 52 Justice League number one book. And I'm like, seriously, guys? Someone didn't think this through. No, no. You're getting half the message. Fake news, Polly. Fake news. What? Um... I read the comic. I downloaded it and read it. I know, but they're giving... They're giving more than one. No, 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 uh, no, no. But I'm saying this issue, this Justice League Day special, number one, was just a repeat. It's the same damn thing we got Justice League number one on September 30th, 
Yep. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> which doesn't have Wonder Woman, doesn't have Flash, does doesn't have Cyborg, but it's got Batman and Hal, and then Superman shows up at the last page. And I'm like, what? But no, they are they are giving out other books. This, yeah. But the, in the Justice League movie, there's no Green Lantern. It's sort of the Batman. Yeah. Batman goes around, and oh yeah, Superman appears in the Last what phase. we think the in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you clever people at DC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not. Um. Yeah. No. There's a hundred and seventy books that will be uh released digitally. Uh huh. Um, which will be uh. If you are a member on uh, Amazon something, then you get them at $0.65. Cents. Um, if you're not, you get them at $0.99 cents mm-hmm. per book. And all of them are all Justice League comics. They are Grant Morrison's right. Justice League of America, which I believe is what they're going to use for Aquaman. Probably JLA, and yeah. Super- yeah, JLA by by Grant Morrison. Right. Yeah. Um, probably Wonder Woman as well because remember he made her like, you know, almost like a god but not a god, um, and he made her very sort of battle centric, you know. Right. A uh, very smart Batman, Detective Batman. Uh, yeah. Very and I mean, yeah. Apparently he's in this movie. Um. <laughs> and he's in he's in Tom King's book. He's in yeah. Tom King's book. Well, we haven't really seen him detect too much yet. Well, I mean, he had to figure out ro- bro- jokes and riddles. I was going to say what something else. Um, yeah, he had to figure out jokes and riddles. You know, like where to go, what to do, all that. Um, but he's been detecting. He's been doing some detective Better work. Than dummy detective Would- in Snyder's crap. Better than dummy detective, exactly. Um, they're giving away Dwayne McDuffie's run ah. on, uh, yeah. You can get number one for free digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's still there, but I know it's going to be there for when just on the Saturday that it's Justice League Day, which is the 18th. Right. Is next week, Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, they're also giving away number one of Grant Morrison's run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're giving away Brave and the Bold 28, which is the first appearance of the Justice League. Uh-huh. They're giving that away for free as well. So, yeah, Jim Lee just wanted to push his comic in there. And what I found really strange was this whole week, right, we've been getting interviews from Henry Cavill. And he's, everybody has been asking him the same questions. Right. Right. Or, or variants of the same question. And they all ask him, you know, how, how would you bring back Clark Kent? Because he's dead in the last movie, you know. Right. Uh, and he's like, have you have you read Reba? Have you read Reba? Have you read the Rebirth comics? Of course, nobody's read the Rebirth comics. Stupid interviewers. Yeah. Um, but he's like, Oh no, it's it's all perfectly explained in there. And I'm thinking, are you bringing Nixia's pigments? Is that how you're gonna explain it? 
he was living on the farm all this time? What? He was on the farm all along, and he forgot to tell Lois? I don't know. Like... Did he, was he in the fortress? No, you don't have a fortress. So where was he? Um, so Henry is either really trolling us because I'm like, Henry, I've read all the Rebirth books. <laughs> well, I don't know what you are talking about. Well, and he said, well, maybe he comes from another dimension. I don't know. He said, Who knows? he said, you know, they have a son. Lois and he have a son. I have a child. Yeah. And they're a like, child. ooh. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And then he goes on to say, so that's an opportunity for the future in the films. And I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. Is there, is there Mr. Ciclic coming into the story somehow? Holly will faint if, in the movie if that happens. If they do Mr. Um, right? I'm for it. And, I mean, if they do Mixie right, I'm for it as well. Because that sets up Man of Steel 2 like nothing we've ever seen. Um, if if they do the whole Clark and Lois pregnant thing, I'm happy with that. Dude, I'm so happy. Um, well, I'm, I'm just, because I'll just be happy with the proper proposal. And, and, BBS, we kind of get the hint that Perry knows, right? Yep. yep. So here's the easiest way to do it is to have Clark be undercover. Yes, yes. Perry sent him off. Perry says, oh, I sent him off undercover. He didn't even tell Lois, which no. happened in the comics, Man Steel comics, by Lu- Louise, Wheezy. Yes. He yep. went undercover to the shack, and Lois supposedly didn't know about it, but then she put the electronic thing over her heart so dog ears wouldn't recognize her heartbeat. And then she followed him and found out. Dog ears. That's what she called him. She says, uh, oh, dog ears. All that's, why I'm, that's why I'm laughing. Call them dog ears. Uh, I mean, it's happened... Before as well, because yeah. they've they've hinted at in comics uh, Jeff Loeb's run with that he did with um, McGinnis on art. Yeah, uh, you know where where Lois had supposedly sold her one story to Lex, and then she gets right. Clark to do it and all exactly. that. Exactly. So so good, so good. Um, and uh, it happens there where. Perry's in sort of it's hinted you you never get Perry saying I know you're the same guy right. right but he but you get that hint because he fires Clark Kent and then he has this meeting with Superman and you're like ah you know um but that's Perry's job is he's supposed to be a guiding sort of father figure right right, right. to both to both Lois and Clark in mm-hmm. their professional sort of lives and personal sort of lives so I would ecstatic with that. Yeah. Um, that's easy. I mean, know, that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. That's the easiest way to do it. So, I mean, it's so simple. It's comics. You just make up random shit as you go along and it's explained. It's like the, sometimes, uh, I think it was Keith Giffen who said, 
sometimes the simplest thing is just the best way to go. Right. So, yeah. Not um, some complicated yeah, bullshit. No, no, you don't need to complicate it. So, um, yeah, I, I don't care how they bring him back. I honestly don't care. I honestly, as long as they bring him back. They brought him, brought him back in the comics for the fair yeah. You know, but this is 18 months. You know, you can't be under the rubble for 18 months. <laughs> well, we can't make everybody else believe it. You know. <laughs> he was in a hospital somewhere and he had amnesia. There you go. <laughs> just, just go to, like, the soapies. You'll get so many explanations for why people come back. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Henry went on. Right? So he was raving about Rebirth Comics. Right. Right. And how they're the best comics he's read since uh, he said, you know, the original Superman run. And I'm talking, I'm thinking what Superman run. But anyway, I don't know what he was talking about. I think he was talking about post-crisis, right, in the 1990s or uh, and 2000s. Or he was Superman or back could in be, the Or 30s. he could be talking about, yeah, he could be talking about Golden Age because he has those collections as well. So. Right. Um, but anyway, right, then he, he talks about rebirth, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I sort of stumbled onto something, literally stumbled onto it. Um, DC loaded on for me a free comic, which was uh, the new DC Essential Guides graphic novel collection, right? Mm-hmm. And they have removed Kingdom Come. As an essential read. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was poetically, like, it it made me smile, right? Right. And the Superman essential read is, uh, they have now Superman, Lois, and Clark by Dan Jurgens. They have Superman, Rebirth. Yeah. By Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. Mm-hmm. There's Action Rebirth. They and then they have Superman Reborn. And No Kingdom Come. I think they got Red Sun, but it's like in the corner somewhere as an Elseworld story. Right. Uh, they've take, they've taken out Kingdom Come. Uh, it is of course in the backlist, right? Some people will oh there's there there's the order number. I'm like yeah, but it's not under Superman for essential reading. It's in the backlist to say you can order this from DC Comics. There's the right. code. Right? Mm-hmm. It's literally a line that... Anyway. So, anyway. And then, I was going through essentials from page to screen and screen to page. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, for Justice League, they have Okay, Justice League Origins, which is 1 to 6, New 52. And I understand why they have that there. That's for Cyborg and the Parademons and Darkseid, those sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also have um, the Superman one. I think it was called Panic in the Sky or something right? with Darkseid, right? And then they have Superman versus Darkseid, a collection of greatest hits, right? right? But then, as I was going through the essential reading for the Justice League movie, they have Justice League Rebirth, right? 
and then they have just uh, then they have Superman Rebirth, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what's with all the Rebirth comics? Because everybody else has their new Fifty Two collections, right? Aquaman has Through the Trenches, which is Jeff Johns's run. Uh, Batman has I don't know I didn't look at Batman. Uh, Cyborg has his new Fifty Two book. Meh. Um, Flash has, I think, maybe Rebirth. I'm not too sure. I don't know. Mm. Wonder Woman has Rebirth. Uh, the Truth, which is the one that Nicola Scott and Greg Drucker did, uh, which is very close to the to the movie origins, right? Um, minus the whole World War One thing. Uh, hers is set in modern time. And then they have Wonder Woman. Uh, I think it's Blood. Not too sure. Uh, which is by what's his name? Brian Azrillo and mm-hmm. Chang. Yeah. Which is the new fifty two with the gods, right? Right. Not not with the um, foments and stuff. And we must remember the gods were also introducing the new gods to them because she had uh, Orion on her adventures. So I can see that tying up to apocalypse and things, if you wanted to, to explain it to people. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, so for Superman, they're not recommending anything else except Rebirth. Henry Cavill is talking about Rebirth. What is going on, Holly? What Are they doing Rebirth? Is Mickey coming in? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know, but I would like it. Yeah. If they do it, I would like it. Right. Um, yeah. Or maybe you're just saying, you know, Clark Kent. Well, he did come from another, quote unquote, world dimension, whatever, and was living yeah. elsewhere, you know. But Lois was with him, so, yeah. Are they going to? Never mind. Um, okay. Never mind. I don't know so, what they were talking about. <laughs> Wonder Woman. What was that like? Um, Wonder Woman, I can explain in like five minutes. You can tie me. Okay. So Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman meets Jason, right? And they start talking and talking about, you know, Darkseid is a baby and he's hunting and Grail is hunting all the children of Zeus. And so she's telling him, you need to be careful because they're going to come after you. And Jason sort of just wants to know everything about Diana, right? Because he's like, you're my long-lost sister. Um, I was told to stay away from you because I'm a man and Amazons weren't allowed to have man-child, man-child? Um, male children. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was shipped off the island and I was taken care of by Hercules and this guy from the original Argonauts. So he's not Jason from the Argonauts, but he was trained by an Argonaut. Um, and Hercules. And then he was like, I heard about Hercules dying, so I, I went, you know, undercover. I'm a fisherman in Greece. All that sort of thing. And then, uh, you know, Diana's like, Okay, so I need to tell... And Steve Trevor's doing, like, his own investigation on the side. 
Uh-huh. And I think he's and I think he's onto what happens at the end of the book. Um and so Diana says, "Okay. I'm glad I found you. You know, we can get to know each other. We have the rest of our lives to do that. Right now we have to concentrate on keeping you safe, right? And we have to concentrate on finding all the other children of Zeus to keep them safe. And Jason turns around and he says, and so she says, uh, we're going to Argus. I'm taking you to Steve Trevor. And he, sa- he turns around and he says, no, you're not. Because I was just playing you for time. Here's Grail, Boomtube. And they both turn on Diana. And he's like, you had everything I wanted. I wanted to be the chosen one. You had a loving mother. I had nobody. Blah, blah, blah. Victim, victim, victim. Um, and so I'm going to let Drill eat you now and give your life energy to Dark Side. That's what the book ends. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Jason betrays her. Because he's, he's jealous of her because she got to be Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and he's a forgotten tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and he turns on her and he gives her over to Grail because, I don't know, Grail has promised him he can be Wonder Man. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but Steve Trevor's like running his own investigations. And he's like, oh, so this happened with Hercules' body. Uh, and we don't know exactly what it is. But he's like, I've got to inform Diana. So I hope Steve comes like to the rescue. Because Diana needs some help. She's getting beaten up by Grail and Jason. Oh. Yeah. And Jason is her half-brother. So he's got, well, no, her twin brother, sorry, excuse me. Um, not half. So he's got all her powers as well. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's it's literally one woman is facing and he was trained by Hercules yeah. and the Argonauts. So right. it's not like she has specialized training or anything. He has Greek fighting training. Right. Uh, he's arguably, arguably trained by the best Greek male fighter, right? Um, and so it's like wonder versus wonder, you know. And Grail is at it with, she has, I think, Steppenwolf's axe because she has an Electro axe. So she's coming for Diana and it's Jason and Diana's backed up against the wall. Hmm. Wow. Well, that sounds better it's than I thought it Yeah. It's interesting. I really like it. I know a lot of people have a problem because they're like, oh, it's a man in Diana's book. And I'm like, what? So what if there's a man in Wonder Woman's book? Wonder Woman's still there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly okay. don't. Did you find anything good in Titans? I breezed through it. I didn't see anything. 
Donna Troy, they're like. still messing with her, whether, you know, who she is. Oh, yeah, because she's, like, they're doing, like, a Diana thing, like, truth and lies. Right. But with her, because they didn't explain, <laughs> how can I explain? They didn't explain how the New 52 crazy Diana, who was um, formed from, remember Hippolyta turned to clay? And they took that clay and they made Donna Troy. But if Wonder Woman never went back to Themyscira and all that never happened, where did Donna come from is the big question. Right, so, right. You know, Hippolyta's still alive. She's sitting in Themyscira. She's like, cool, man. No, I wasn't clay. I wasn't blonde either. <laughs> so, yep. so, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Lois was in Birds of Prey again, right? Very minimal. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was... I've, I've seen the original cover... And she was proudly in the center of the original cover. Mm-hmm. But then they decided to, on this cover, splash something over Lois. Words. I forgot what it reads. Oh, all the men are dying. Yeah. Right? Uh, so it's like manpocalypse or something. And they splashed it right over Lois. So all you see is her head. Hmm? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. well. uh, Mr. Mm. Miracle, I'm looking, I'm reading through Mr. Miracle. Tom King's writing Mr. Miracle. He is? Yeah. It's a worth a look-see. Yeah, I look at Mr. Miracle. I, no, not look. I, I read it. I follow it. But, um... I forgot about it, I think, this week. Oops. Oops. So, yeah, it's worth a look-see. I'm still not done. There's a, I mean, Ryan, Sh- <laughs> what's his name? The the Oh, what is his name? Barta beats the crap out of him. She's, like, telling him to shut up all the time. Light Ray. Oh, like, the, the the light ray, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the other Orion, <laughs> that dude. And then Orion One shows up, around. and he's like doing this question and answer thing, and Bart is there, and I don't know. I I haven't finished it, but it looks pretty good. Mhm. So yeah. I like um. Tom King posted some pictures from um, from this issue. What I like is I think Tom King is subtly addressing all the dark, excuse the pun, the darkness by using dark side, right? He's exposing like all these people going to the dark side because there's this dialogue. I think he's in bed with Bada and he says dark side is dark side is. People say that because it's cool, but I don't think they really know what it means. I don't think they really know, like, how, what the darkness brings in. So I was wondering, like, hmm, that commentary on 
on the recent books we've been getting. Now they said what about what? Did did you not hear anything I just said? I'm sorry. I was, I read the last page of Mr. Miracle. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I, I mm. apologize profusely. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's fine. So Tom King posted this picture okay. from the comic, right? This panel. Yeah. Uh and uh I think um Scott is in bed with Bada, right? And she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so he's thinking and he's saying dark side is, dark side is. I don't think people know what that means. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, and, and I felt it as Tom sort of addressing people don't know what the darkness brings in when you invoke that name, when you right. go after that. Right. And because like he hasn't promoted metal. No. He, you know, he he's just like staying away from it. And he and Scott Snyder are actually good, you know, were good friends. Right. Uh, or are good friends, right? Because they were like from New York and stuff. So they hang out together. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And, he, and for, I find it weird that he, he hasn't been promoting at all. Right. Metal. And on the flip side, he's been all guns ho about getting to write clothes. Right. And how he's finally uh, able to talk about it. You know, he says he's been the most excited ever to write the story. Right. And I'm like, cool. You know, I want some clothes. I want some sexy clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We get that in the second half of December, correct? Just in time for Christmas. Just in time oh, for New Christmas. Year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I recommend Mr. Miracle. Just saying. I do too. Okay. Action. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, did you just play the Wonder Woman tune on trumpet? No, no. It was something else. I don't even know what it was. The oh. Six Part 5, which is the conclusion. Now, did you find this very concluding at all? Uh, I did. You did? And then I found it very opening. That's what I think. It's like, you ended one chapter, but very smart. Dan Hagen yeah. left it open for something more. And right. I'm like, this is why we read his comics. Now, supposedly, uh, the Ozzy takes place uh, 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 in the book, a month before the darkness crap. Mm-hmm. So... But not the darkness in metal. I thought that's what Didio said. As long as you keep it a, a, a month ahead. You know, yes, you said a month before. So a I'll month after? No, a month not... ahead. Action takes place before oh, okay. darkness. Right? No, no, after. Now, wait a minute. If If... If action is supposed okay. to stay a month Hold ahead, on. then it is before darkness. What darkness? Which darkness? The dark metal. No, 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 no. Metal is set in the past. 
Um, right, that's what I'm saying. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. You you said it very confusingly. No, because you said no, okay, okay. Let me put it this way: instead of saying before, first action happens, then a month later, dark metal happens. Right? No, you're no, you're confused. It's the opposite. Dark metal happens, then action comics happens. Really? Yeah, like for example, then it's not the reflected going in, on in it's not reflected in the Oz effect because Clark would know it, well it, I went through all this shit with Batman, you know, when Jorel's saying, Oh, oh, something bad's coming. Um, yeah, it's because nobody knew what metal was about. Right. And Jim Lee and Co. kept it under wraps and they weren't sharing with the rest of the the crew, right. right? So, for example, for example, uh, the best way to look at it is to read the Wonder Woman books, right? Because she's dealing with Dark Side in the books right now, right? And Dark Side, Dark Side in Dark Metal, is a baby, right? Right. But in Wonder Woman, it is one month later, and he is grown up now, and he's ten years old. Okay, so that would, but that would make, make, um, well, maybe not. Well, okay, if he's still a baby in Dark Metal, but he's older in Wonder Woman, that means Wonder Woman happens after Dark Metal. Yeah. Same with action. It happens after Metal. That how and they were specifically Clark doesn't told... mention that he got to be a fucking battery for... Because nobody knew what was going to happen. But, but, that's what. That's how why. How can you have something happen after something you don't know about? Which was what the problem was with George Perez writing Superman while Grant Morrison wasn't telling him what he was doing in action. <laughs> it's basically the same issue. Um, I think what was told to everybody was to ignore metal. <laughs> Thank because you. it's not um no, I'm serious. Everybody was told to ignore what happens in metal because it happens a month before the actual comics. So for example in metal you'll read one day ago, right? And then two days later. It's not like a year or whatever like that. It's all happening within the same time, right? And in all the uh, comics that have, uh, basically what the Superman comics have done is they've just completely ignored that metal even exists. Right. The only comic I've, yeah, the only comic I've seen addressing metal was Wonder Woman, and this is literally the line that happens in it. Oh, I've seen Baby Darkseid. See metal for further details, but now he's grown up. (laughs) That's all the acknowledgement it gets. Well, you know, Dark Metal should be such a great, you know, event that's supposed to affect, Mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff, and Clark's turned into a battery, but yet he doesn't even mention it to Jarrell when Jarrell says, oh, something bad's going to happen. He's like, Listen, I've been through shit right now. I don't even need to know. Yeah, 
basically, uh, Jorel is talking about, I think, Doomsday Clock, which is coming. Right. Not Metal, which in this timeline has already happened. And we're like, meh. Well, then I don't need to read Dark Metal because Clark's fine. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, because I asked uh, Patrick Gleason. He talks to me. Yeah. Um, I asked him, hold hold up, I'm very confused because Lois is doomsday here, right? And I told him, she's a rock here, but she's she's fine in Imperious Lex, right? Right. And he's like, yeah, no, our comics are a month ahead because we didn't know what was happening in Metal. So we couldn't put in reactions. We couldn't put in things that are happening. Well, how can they be right? ahead if... Okay, you're confusing me with this ahead crap. Which happened first? Mm -hmm. Metal happened first. Metal's in the past. (laughs) And then Imperious Lex and everything is now. Okay. And and Oz Effect is now. So so it's not ahead. It's behind Dark Metal. No, it's, it's not behind. What? You said dark okay. metal happened first. Yes, dark metals already happened. You don't have to worry about it because the books now are after the events of dark metal. That's the best way I can right. explain and it. And then, okay, so they've already happened, and we just jumped. Yes. Metal we just has jumped over. We dark just metal. jumped. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Jumped and ignored. Yes. Jack be nimble and Jack be quick. Jack jump over the candlestick. Yeah. Hmm? Talk about jumping the fucking shark. Jeez. Would you rather them address it and have no, part of No, but I don't like mm. them victimizing Clark in this huge event and turning Lois into a rock trial and thinking that's the best thing since sliced bread and then bringing all this evil yep. into people's lives. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about metal because I was told that it happened. It's uh, the events will be discussed in that comic, in the Dark Matter universe, and they're just moving forward. So, so in other yeah. words, there's two universes at the moment. There's the Dark Batman is a complete asshole uh, universe, and then mm-hmm. there's the other universe. Even though they're involving our universe in their bullshit. I would say there's two timelines. It's better explained like that. There's there's metal, uh, what's happening there, and then there's everybody else who's just ignoring it. Well, see, that doesn't, I mean, story-wise, that doesn't help. I know it doesn't help because you're just, you're basically saying the events of metal, it's like forever evil. The events don't matter. We've moved forward. Nothing happens. So why give a damn, right? But no. you it, you have to understand that this is a New 52 thing, right? Evil, 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 dark, well, dark, I dark. So it has that, to... But my problem with it is how did Lois 
quit being a rock troll? And how did Clark get uh, out from being a solar battery or a battery for the darkness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how how did Bat did Batman finally realize that hope was a good thing and not an evil thing? Yeah, yeah. You see, I'm on the other side where I'm like, f this because my clothes is fine, John's fine, everybody I care about is fine. Uh, I don't need this darkness in my life. Screw that. Take your event, shove it, and well, don't give it to me. Dark metal is a mockery. Mocks the other universe where, you know, Superman is good because he gives people hope. Batman, yeah, yeah. love with Catwoman. They mock that. Yeah. Catwoman has not appeared once in dark metal. So I would rather ignore it and read Tom King's events. You know what I'm saying? But I, but what I don't understand is schizophrenia. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, nobody, nobody understands schizophrenia. That's why it's disease. Uh, listen, I get where you're coming from. I honestly do. You want to know how, right? You want to see the heroic act. You want. I also want that, right? You want to see heroism return, and you want to see them defeat the darkness. Right. I also want to say that, but at the moment, every single solicit I've read for dark metal is it gets darker and darker and darker. So, and my unless question I is, read a, what's the purpose then? Exactly. Yeah. It, to me, it's it's just another splash event, and people are watching it over because they're like, I have to read a hundred and fifty books to know what's happening. And I don't want that, right? When did this shit end? And I don't know, because all the solicitations, I'm hoping it ends in February, but uh, we haven't gotten Feb solicits yet, so I'm like, meh. I mean, the last one we read for January was, oh, all hope is lost, you know? And I'm like, eh. It's been lost when they got Superman to be the battery for the dark universe. What other yeah. hope was there? They turned Lois into a rock troll. And John's locked up and he nobody can get to him. Right. I love how he just wrote off the super family. Like, you know, just, just wrote them off. Well, he hates hope. Apparently. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in Scott Snyder. As I mentioned that. Yeah. I pray for his children. I pray for him, his wife. Yep. Children. Um, his children said they don't like dark metal, so they're on the he right track. He exposed them uh, to that. Well, they asked him, "What's this big event you?" Because he was going out on promotions and things. Mm-hmm. And like, for example, they had a family trip planned, but he had to go Jim Lee somewhere. I don't know. Oh, Probably geez. an initiation. Probably um, Bohemian Grove. Yeah, an initiation into the into the cult, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so he told his children, "I'm I'm promoting this new big book I'm doing," and they're like, "Oh, what is it?" And they took one look at it and they said they didn't like it. So. Jeez. Good for you, Scott Snyder's children. Good for you. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't. I know. Honestly, that's why I'm not reading metal. <laughs> that's honestly. I'm just like, forget this crap because it. I don't want it in anywhere near me. So didn't Snyder move? Is he still in New York or is he in California now? I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. I, I, I should find out. But... Moved into. I know they're not in like New York, New York anymore. So whether they moved upstate or where they moved to California, I don't know. I know they were staying in like an apartment, and then they moved to now a house. You know. Right. But. Um, I honestly don't know. Now, Marguerite moved Can't to, to California. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully she kicks Eddie Braganza out the window. Okay. <sighs> the other fact. Action Comics. Action Comics. Action comics. Number 991. Nine away. Run away. Run away from 1,000. So, still the green S symbol on the narrative boxes. I never knew my father. I was a baby, but when he put me in a rocket and sent me home far away from the doomed planet of Krypton, he died. My world died. This man before me, this Mr. Oz, claims to be that very same father who saved me all these years ago. Is he a fraud? A liar? Uh, yes, 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 vote, vote, vote. Or is he telling <laughs> the truth? Okay, and we've got Clark looking at... I don't know how he's looking at him because that one eyeball is... Yeah, whatever. I mean, Lois and John. And then John pipes up and says, you got to listen to Granddad. He says we have to leave Earth. Everyone on it is going to die. And then back to the narrative boxes. What matters yeah. now is that my son believes him, which means I have to get this man the hell away from John. Okay, Clark doesn't cuss that often. No, yeah, so he's he's really on edge. <laughs> so Dan Jurgens wrote the story and did the breakdown art. And yes. Oh, his breakdown art. Oh, I'm like, can you release this in like a director's cut? Yeah, Dude, why aren't you just drawing the comic? Because you don't have that much time. He's doing, you know, oh. consulting on DC. I know he's got a life. And... I know he's got a life. <laughs> he has to go to this comic con, that comic con, honoring him, all those things. Uh, oh, can I just mention really quickly? I'm so irritated with the Justice League variants for Superman and action comics because they don't feature. Superman or Lois Lane, but Batman and Wonder Woman. What do you mean? The variant cover for oh, comics yeah. is a Justice League cover. I hate these two covers for the action comics. Because the one with Clark breaking the chains is stupid. It doesn't it look ucky. like Superman. It's ucky. It's too squatty. It looks it like John removed me to put it in a press or something. 
Excuse uh, me. Let me clarify. John Romita Jr., not senior. Yes, not senior. Senior was very good at. Oh yeah. Um. And then the variant cover for action is to promote Justice League, but it features Wonder Woman and Batman on the cover, and I'm like, you could have put a silhouette of Superman. Um, you know what I'm saying? Well, you but just in Justice the League at the present moment, Clark is the battery at the darkness thing. Okay. Okay. Just saying. I'm just saying they did release a poster and they gave him his own website. Hashtag no justice without hope. Amen. That's my t-shirt. That's my t-shirt. I'm taking them. Went and printed it. No justice without hope. That's correct. And, uh, I mean, it's a website that I hope they never take off the internet because it's no justice without hope dot com, yeah. and then it has Lois Lane talking about the world today, and she's like, "This is what we know. Darkness is there, but we cannot let fear control us. Right? Uh, we have we have to find the light in our lives. So, and then they and then they say, hope never dies, and it's a huge poster of Superman. I'm like, yes." My man. Take that, Scott Snyder. Take that, Scott Snyder. Actually, maybe we should tweet it to him and be like, hope never dies in your ass. Yeah. <clears throat> Take that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Justice League after that poster. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Clark goes, you called him granddad? And Jarrell says, <clears throat> indeed he did. My grandson is an intelligent young man. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And Clark goes, you have no right to talk to two. And then John says, but it's true, Dad. He's Jarrell. Lois steps in between them. Clark, if there's any chance it's true, you can't attack your father. And Clark goes, it's more than that, Lois. For months now we've been warned that someone was out there, someone dangerous. And it's true. I've seen the proof. Mr. Oz is responsible for the world's chaos, and this man is Oz. And Lois goes, why would he do that? And John goes, Dad, give him a chance. Oh, come on, John. <sighs> and listen to him. He says Earth is doomed. Clark goes, John, you've John. been spending way too much time in L.A. You've yeah. become an alarmist. Clark says, the only threat here is him. And then Jarrell says, I am not responsible for today's atrocities or the nightmare to come, Cal. And Clark says, Uh... I don't believe you. I can't believe a single word you've said. And Jarrell says, I've positioned people in situations where they were given a choice between good and evil. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You lying, Jarrell. He says, evil. Evil one, which is why Earth's fate is sealed. I did this so Liar. you <laughs> I did this so you would see and accept these people for the irredeemable beings they are. Liar. It wasn't I wasn't saved from Krypton's destruction because of anything I've done. This isn't about me. I was saved and there's a giant flash because he, you know, puts down the staff like he thinks he's Moses or something. He says because this is about you. 
And Clark goes, where? Because he took him into some kind of, you know, void. He says, at first I was, it was my prison. Now my home, free from the restraints of time and space. Oh, goody. And then we see the giant tower that Mixie, you know, was in. Is it is that gravestones? Yeah, they're gravestones. Oh. And then, so they land, and he says, when Earth dies like so many doomed worlds before it, this place will provide safe haven. I don't think so. Because Mm -hmm. if a threat of that magnitude looms over Earth, I won't be here. I'll be there, fighting to save it. And Jarrell says, well done, Clark. Do so, and you will die, as will your wife and child. I've had enough of your refusal to accept the truth. And if you won't act to save yourself and your family, I will. So in the narrative boxes we get, bad guys always have some demented explanation for why they do wrong. Most times they're hollow excuses. None of them really believe what they're saying. This mm. is different. He sees, seems certain of all this. Can't you accept that I'm trying to help you, Cal? Mm. Earth is sick. You needed to see that for yourself, and Mr. Oz was the vehicle that allowed it to happen. That would be you, right? Man himself was proven, has proven his future is hopeless. Well, if Superman's not around. If you knew anything about me, understood anything about what and who I am. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, well, that panel... It's divided funny, and he says, "If you're really him, you oh, hold, you hold, hold on, hold on. What? Let me read it because the right, the the self guiding thing takes right. you in a different direction. All right, go for it. <laughs> okay, so all is like, can't you accept that I'm here to help you, Cal? Blah, blah. And then Clark says, "If you're really whom you claim you are, why the charade? Why the masquerade as Mr. Oz?" Why not simply talk to me? Let me help you. And then he goes, Earth is sick. You needed to see that for yourself. And Mr. Oz was the vehicle that allowed it to happen. Man himself has proven that this future is hopeless. Uh, if you knew anything about... Been too long. Hey, I'm telling you. Um, if you knew anything about me, understood anything about... What and who I am, this is Clark, by the way. You you never would have let that hap- that violence happen and he punches him. Punch him again. Okay, now it's normal panels. Normal panels. So narrative <laughs> box. That felt like punching a Kryptonium. Oops. Could he Oops. really be? What son strikes his father? Uh, I do. How could my father let innocent people die? And then mm. Clark goes into Mixie's room. He looks about. He looks up and realizes he's in Mixie's prison. He says, "This room, Mrs. Pitalek told, talked about being locked up. Wondered why I never saved him. You were his jailer. I've been saving it all along, Kyle. I'm here to save you." And so, whatever, um, <laughs> Paul and Cotton says, Superman Reborn. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, not Eddie. <laughs> no, not Eddie. You, you, yeah, you don't appreciate it. And then so he takes the Kryptonian eye, 
and beams his son. He goes, fucking kryptonite, how? Rather than let it kill me as it should have, I've been evolved to control it. Lovely. So there the fox is. Clark is hurt. Have to fight back. So he fires up the heat vision. Well, I still can. He hits his dad. He says, press the attack before. My God. There, doomsday. But I sent him to the Phantom Zone. I'm the one who discovered the Phantom Zone. Intercepting the projector's beam to bring him here was simplicity itself. I ceded control of dangerous forces in the past, Cal. Never again. Now and always, I will remain an iron grip on my family's destiny. Okay. I feared someone Mm. would find Doomsday used him against you. He is your most lethal enemy. And you're not, and you'll not escape death a second time. Like you're protecting me, as I keep saying, that has been my only objective, Cal. I'm from the moment you took your first breath to the moment I put you in the rocket. Until now, I've tried to help. And then he, <laughs> okay, I don't <laughs> understand this. Is this like a cult thing where you have to torture people? He hits him with the night eyeball yeah. thing again. And he says, this is for your own damn good. Oh, love it when they say that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't like doing this, but I know what's coming, Cal. It's so much bigger, so much more powerful than you. I can save you if you let me. But who's going to save me from you? <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Clark. You tell oh, him. and look, Jarrell is shocked. Shocked and appalled. <laughs> Kryptonite, the single most lethal weapon in existence, is yours to command. Yet you use it against your own flesh and blood. Oh, good, Clark. Hand it right back to him. Your own son. Mm-hmm. And he snaps the sickle. As there's all yep. the monitors of, you know, they're still spying on Lois and John and his henchmen and blah, blah, blah. And then... Jarrell goes, yeah! And then we see that one chick, that Julie, Judy, whatever her name was. Yeah. Julia, I think. Yeah. He said, the energy surrounding this staff is toxic. I felt it from the moment I met you, but the real question is, were you controlling it or was it controlling you? And so Jarrell's mm. on his knees holding we, it. Up. We see the, the, the Ozmark is like the energy is sizzling out of it and people are like snapping out of their oh, Kind of like the Omega sign on Smallville when Clark, yeah. So, yeah. 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 So Jarrell's on his knees. He says, you don't understand the kryptonite. The kryptonite? What are you saying? After the explosion loosed, lodged in my skull, lodged. the staff relieved the pain and more. Brett made me. He made me. I I never meant to hurt anyone. The narrative boxes again. I never knew of my father. He died saving me from a doomed world. I'm I'm sick, son. I didn't we have to find help for you. It was a tragedy he tried to prevent, but his own people wouldn't let him, wouldn't listen. Maybe there's something in the fortress, the recovery suit, something we can use. Stay back, Carl. Or you'll be affected too. The sickness, what it did to me, everything I experienced, 
I'm the one who's sorry, Cal. People let my father down. They let themselves down, and my father was the only one who could see it. I know the ideals you represent, what you mean to your world. And then Clark hugs Jarrell and says, I won't let you die, Father. No, he's coming. I can feel it. Find Lois and John, son. Fight for them. Save them. And then he goes off in the blue, 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 tunnel. blue light. And he yeah. goes, Dad, he's taking me. Just remember that I love you, Cal. I have always and always will. You can't have him. I won't let you take my father. And then he goes off in a thing of light. Er. <laughs> then the giant TV sets go blank as Clark holds on to the sickle. And he says, what, what do you want from me? Who are you? And the blue light's surrounding Clark. And he goes, can't, can't. And then there's a bright light. And he's the fortress. If the being that's out there can send me back here so easily. He's as powerful and dangerous as Jarrell says. He took my father from the brink of death, broke him, twisted him, somehow made it seem right to show me man at his worst. But what if he's right? Are we as lost as he says? And so we see John, uh, John and Lois on top of the Daily Planet, and she says, we should get inside, John. Who knows when they'll be back? And then John says, Mom, look. And Clark comes in. He goes, you're alone. Where is he? Where's Granddad? I'm sorry, John. I couldn't stop it. He was taken. But you saved people. You couldn't. Why couldn't you save him? I'm saying he's a sick man, warped by his past. Well, I'm sorry. I skipped something. No, he's, you skipped something. Yeah, Okay. He's somewhere out there, John. I'll find you. I promise. You're saying, Lois says, you're saying that that man really is your father? He says, I'm saying he's a sick man warped by his past who wanted me to see the world at its worst. If I arrived here and had had an experience like his, would I see things the same way? Would I think Earth is a world without hope? Lois says, but what about the rest? about Earth being doomed from an outside threat as well as its own people. And then we see this gig- a big conversation from, I mean, Clark's hearing all these people talk. There's stuff like victims mm. left with nothing, police officers ambushed in their squad cars while responding to a call, soldiers defending a village from local mutants, um, swindled, an er- elderly couple, you know, all the crimes and misdemeanors that, you know, the public uh, does, you know, Southern Church firebomb, limiting freedom of speech, which is a big one right now. Um, yep. Laughed as he Suicide stabbed. Rate. Yeah. Yeah, among the, uh, veterans. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, hate speech, hate crime. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So it's a situation described as beyond hope. And Lois touches Clark's shoulder and she says, Clark, are you okay? He says, people are losing hope, Lois. Well, it's because they're eating dark metal. <laughs> Where are you going, Dad? Back to work. And he takes off in the sky. 
So what's the job for Superman, really? To bring hope to the world. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love the way it ended because you get that huge splash page that does really, really depress you, right? Right. And then you get that moment where Superman just says, I have to go to work because people are losing hope. I have to give the, I have to give them back hope, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so 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 bad. Yeah, I think the one thing that we that I've always admired about Superman and Lois is their strong will and their strong ethic to do right and to no matter what the cost or the problem or whatever, just to take the next. Step in, the, in that right direction, and I think that's the, a huge problem with the world today. People do yes. not have the will to do mm-hmm. what has to be done. They would rather play the victim or blame somebody yeah. else rather than just taking that foot and tr- placing it in the right direction and have some kind of forward motion, and you know, just have the will to do that. But, you know, people are staying in their homes and staring into screens, and that's their whole world. You know, and then yeah, they... No, yeah, amen to what you said, because I agree 100%. Yeah. They can't develop uh, any kind of social skills yeah. beyond typing 140, 280 characters, you know, and they... You know, they don't know how to relate to other people. If you don't know how to relate to other people, then the world is going to be hopeless. Because you're not yeah. doing your bit. Yeah. And I agree. You know, I I keep talking to you about this. That what happened to people, and this is why we hated the New 52, what happened to people just taking responsibility for your own actions? Yep. And moving the F on, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, I, I always say, uh, I always hate regretting things. Right. And what I mean by that is, I don't dwell on my mistakes that I've made, right? Where I'm like, oh, I should have done this better. Oh, I could have... I hate doing that because... It happened. You learn from it, right? That, that's right. The, the whole thing about mistakes, right? Is you learn from it and move on. You know, yeah. the world doesn't stay stuck in back there. You have the world continues. Tomorrow is another day. Move on. I hate when people talk about like, oh, you know, oh, this happened. You know, and and then they. They victimize them, themselves so much these days. So yeah. much, you know. Yeah. It, it's like you see people, especially on social media. You see people, they do something, they get called out for their bullshit, right? And they're like, oh, well, all these people are just attacking me. I don't know why. I didn't do anything. I'm so innocent. I'm so pure. And I'm like, Mm. What? Yeah. Whatever happened to people being responsible for what they do? 
Well, here's the thing. You are responsible for your own actions. But mm-hmm. the, okay, I did lost it. It must have been a lot. The the governments of the world do not want you to be an individual anymore. Life is struggle. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. Life is struggle, and so if they mm-hmm. can envelop you in a victimhood mindset, then you you no longer life isn't a struggle. You're being victimized the entire time. Where before life was a struggle, you pulled up your bootstraps and you went for it. No matter what happened to you, yeah, you could have been a victim, but you didn't have to remain a victim. Now, it's like the struggles of life. I'm being victimized by the struggles of life. So I'm going to victimize somebody else. You know, that's what the whole dealio is now. And it's not, you know, you, life is a struggle and the, there's no uh, testing. There's no testing of your metal anymore. You as a person, yeah. you know. There's and so therefore there can't be any growth if you're not tested. If you're not, you know, rising above your circumstance. There's no growth. You just remain in this thing of I'm victimized by the world. Therefore, I'm going to lash out and victimize others. You know, that's what it's all about now. I mean, you know, or I'm going to troll people. Well, you know, Mm. trolling people is like, it's stupid. It's the new new world age bullying. Yeah. Right? I've been bullied, so I'm going to bully someone else. Whereas when I was bullied in school. Right. I was taught never do that to somebody else. No. Do you want that to happen, what you went through, to happen to someone else? And I'd be like, I wouldn't want this on my worst enemy, you know. Um, So it was, to me, right, this is what I was taught. When when I told my mother and, and father, you know, this kid pushed me down the stairs and stuff, and they said, get up and walk right back up. That's what they told me. They said, were you okay? Are you hurt? I'm like, no, just some bumps and bruises. Get up and go back to school and keep doing it. You know? And one day they're going to see you don't get pushed around. Right. And I didn't victimize myself. I didn't go to the teacher and say, well, this person is bullying me. And well, I, I, mean, you that. I, was I, like, mean, I mean, that's, you know, you still could have done that. But you expected for the teacher to make it all nice, nice is not realistic. Yeah, exactly. They're like, what do you expect the teacher to do? Right. You know, my my mother and father were like, we we know who this kid is. We can go talk to their parents. But is that going to solve the issue? Right. And I'm like, not really. You know, because then they're going to get punished by their parents and just want to come back at me even more. Right. And so I stood up to my bully and I told them, no, no, stop doing it because it's wrong. And eventually they stopped bullying me. They just left me alone. I was like, cool, man. Um, but yeah, I, I hate, I hate kids 
today and you see people on the internet and you just you just want to go like oh shut up because like there's this new thing in South Africa right mm-hmm. where people um immediately if like a person of color or a woman or whatever doesn't get a job or something or something like that then they say oh it's because of the apartheid regime right <laughs> And 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 I'm still being victimized. Oh, a good thirty years ago, before oh, okay. like just I was, right? you know, I just thought I had my numbers wrong there. Yeah, yeah, no, almost like yeah, thirty years ago. Um, so it's a apartheid regime that is victimizing me and my people, right? And I'm like, uh, the president of our country is black, just by the way. Um, you know, we have people of color in power. Uh, we have women of, you know, who's running for presidency for next year. Um, where's the victimization, right? And they're like, oh no, they victimized me. So now I'm going to go and victimize other people when I get into power. And I'm like, mm, that's <laughs> that's the wrong circle to keep going in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but you get some good people. You do. Men oh, are yeah. still good. The world is still good. Um, not everybody is like that. Some people, and they are successful in their lives. If you look at every successful person, right. they didn't cry out when the going got tough. Right? They didn't go and say, oh, that person's mean and picking on me. No. They said, well, you know, shit happens move on right and yeah that's how i was taught about life like life isn't going to be easy kiddo it's going to be hard you're going to have to pull up your socks and work at it yeah yeah and Uh, let's be honest let's be honest holly wow the best things in life are worked for and earned oh yeah they're not free yeah they're not free. Okay. Let's look at the dreaded yeah. DC Comics website for next week. I I love this issue, though, of action. Minus its covers. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. It, I mean, this is a Superman comic you need. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Ah, next week. Ta-da. Okay. Wonder Woman Conan, number three. Oh, well, there's sexy, sexy going on there. Trinity. Yeah, Gail Simone, Gail Simone is living out her uh, fan fiction of Conan and Wonder Woman. Oh. So, yeah. Number 15. Okay. Is Coxto Evil... Is it good? doesn't look like it. It looks like they're all underwater or they're going through some kind of dimensional portal or something. Can't tell. Um, let's see. I'm looking. Oh, the Batman Who Laughs is the next in the metal crap. Superman number 35. We did get the preview for this. Mm-hmm. We John did. and his dogs. <laughs> yeah, and who was it? Was it Mia or was it yeah, Mia 
was asking me, she said, mm-hmm. what is with, with torturing animals? I'm like, I don't know, because I recently read a, uh, saw a podcast about the mass shooters all were abusing animals. <laughs> I'm like, uh, suck to the authors. And, I mean, I mean, I can explain it as it's apocalypse. You know, that's how they right. harden the dogs or whatever, but yeah, she's right. It's not... Yeah. Goldie wasn't on Apocalypse. No, yeah. Goldie was erased from ever happening with with Reborn. They They introduced Goldie and then boom, she died. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, that thing. We're like, close as a cat. Where's the cat? Oh, the cat's barbecued. (laughs) Um, Super Sons number 10 has John and Damien on the cover and and apparently they have a list of villains to beat down, including the Joker. <laughs> the guys, the kids are going to take on the Joker. Well, maybe and they can Brainiac. actually take it. Huh? And Brainiac. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they can take out the Joker. Lord knows Dad never did. Well, except in the Killing Joke. Uh, the Killing Joke, he did. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing number 33, bunch of monsters, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about the... Justice League number 33. Is that an evil Metal tie-in. That's a metal tie-in. Another one? Why are they tying into that crap? Uh, okay. Quest? Okay. Um... Hey, Bombshells has Lois. Oh, does it? Yeah, this is a cool cover. Huh? This is a cool cover. This is a cool bombshell cover. Where are you seeing that at? But everyone, it's right after uh, Bug and Future Quest. Okay, let me look. Oh, I got, well, it's a complete, it's like a class vector. Exactly. It's such a good cover. That's every single person, and everybody's favorite is on the cover. (laughs) Yay! I like that. That's so which one is lower? It's a poster next to Supergirl. Um, oh, on yeah. The left. I see her. I see her. Yeah. Second yeah. row the from left. the bottom. Yeah. Second row. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This is interesting. Batman number thirty-five. Talia versus Selina. Yeah, we got a preview for this one. Did we? Um, I didn't see it. Yes. Oh, it was on the DC DC thing. Twitter. I didn't see it. Oh, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, of course, DC wants to promote it as a cat fight. Oh, jeez. Uh, Guys, give it up. Pun, pun not intended. Oh, well, um, you know, cat women will win that one. Okay, wait. Hey, she's she, cat in a cat fight. Um, oh, my God. DC is advertising action comics in their... What? Was I didn't see it in the gallery. Action comics in, uh, not in the gallery, on their Twitter page. It's like the first image you see. Oh, and Doomsday. Ah. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm looking for action here in the Hoochie Hoochie. Right? Because we just had... No, be Superman. Oh, yeah, it was the kid. Yeah, we saw okay. it. All right. We oh. saw that, yeah. yeah. So, when okay, do we get... to the link. Oh, okay. The link. The yeah. link. The link, link on the, on, on, on the Twitters. On the Twitters. 
Okay. Um, <gasps> what? Oh, Variety had it. Really? No, that was a sexual harassment crime. No. No, this is monkeyfightsrobots.com. No, I don't, I don't, know I don't have it yet. So, okay. I know Gatsa yet. I, I sent it to you. I know, but it's taken a while. When I get your one message, that'll be on in 20 minutes. It had already passed. 13 minutes had already passed. And I had been looking <laughs> at it. And I was right there look, reading the damn thing. And so who knows when it will show up. See, see now? See now? Yeah, we've got two weeks be before we get to the clock. Yeah, it should be on the Twitter page if you just look at Twitter there. page? Maybe that'll be fine. Oh. DC, I don't, I DC don't even, Comics. I don't even know if I follow DC Comics anymore. <laughs> I don't think I do. I after follow event. them after after they put on their header uh, Lois, Superman, and John as their header. I was like, I'll follow you. All right, I'll search for them. We'll see. No. Now available on digital. No, oh, no, no, no. Their page? All right, let me look at this. How do I get to their account on this thing? I never remember information. <laughs> okay, I can just read it out because you like going on the for the arc. <laughs> well, I'm just getting the stupid website, so I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Oh, no, that's it. All right. Okay, so we start off with okay, so the, you're getting the 800 the uh, variant. And this is Batman. Batman 35. Yeah, yeah, Batman right. 35. Um, I'll look it up as my and so, <laughs> Yeah, I think that'll be faster. The website is monkeysfightingrobots.com. Um, oh, okay. I guess see which. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, Did you find it now? Okay, hold on. Let me hit the enter button there. Oh, <laughs> exclusive. Oh. Three days ago. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you found it. I like that eight hundred. That's better than the Superman one. It is so much better, and I'm so disappointed in Tony Daniel, but I sort of get it now because he just hates Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, Not to worry about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go, Batsy Watsy. <laughs> Duel with the demon's daughter. Eh, whatever. Who's the day I took my first step. What is oh, this? Oh, that's Polly Robinson. Oh, Polly the minute Robinson. I thought it was Allison Mack. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tanya did have a harem of six ladies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, unfortunately, this one is not in control. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Love. This is Holly Robinson. Um... <laughs> Sure it is. I I feel bad for saying this. Now she was a prostitute. 
that uh, Selena took in. Right. Ty is she's really Christian Kirk. A, she, has a, she has a six slaves that Selena took in and emancipated and empowered her. But not and, the same uh, way as Holly other women get empowered, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. And uh, she taught her how to fend for herself, how to be a successful business owner, all that. Right. This was back when Selena was trying to take over the Gotham mob so that she could yeah. eliminate organized crime, right? And Selena and, has never really got a harem from single guy, ever. No. no. I, I, can, I can't even put that in like a sentence. Selena would be under a guy. No, no way. She's more of an on-top kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So Holly in the story, I went back and I had to read these these Catman comics. Uh, Holly in the story betrays Selena and she murders two hundred and seventy people. I don't no, know. It's two hundred fifty three or something like that. Whatever. Some whatever weird ass number. I'm like, of... why did they pick that one? It's a long number. If we don't know. A lot of people. Over um, 200 people. But it was a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. Uh, the penguins sort of set them both up. Mm. And, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, Holly did sort of like push the, pull the trigger and kill the people. So Kinda. Selena protects her. Yeah, I mean, although she was tricked by the penguin, right. she was the one pulling the trigger. Right. Two hundred over two hundred and fifty um, sometimes or whatever. Two hundred and seventy I don't know. Whatever. Some go take your lot of numbers. I don't know. Uh yeah, so Selena tells her that she will take the fall for it, she will um protect her and Holly runs away. She leaves Gotham. And so Selena Kyle takes the photo. Remember there was that whole thing that she was going, going to go on trial and uh, she murdered these 200 people and we were like, when did this happen? What is going on? Right. Um, and it comes out that she didn't actually murder these people and that's why Batman told her his story, right? Right. In jokes and riddles because right. he felt guilty when she tells him, when she tells him, her story that no, she took the cover for Holly. He feels guilty that he's always accused her of murdering these two hundred people, right. and he was going to pull her in. Right. That's why he opens up and he tells her the story of how he almost killed Riddler. the Riddler. Right. And so, yeah. So this is Holly Robinson, uh, and they're taking her back to basically serve time for killing these people. So I think Selena can be cleared of her, her wrongful charges and marry Batman. Why won't this thing enlarge? I don't know. It's a weird thing. It you you have to go onto like a tablet and pinch and zoom in. I can read it for you. Go ahead. Um, it's basically bitching from Talia. Uh, she's like, the day I, I took my first step, my father did not smile. 
He did not congratulate me. He did not take a picture and tell me how proud he was. How could you remember no, that? No, when he saw me, I don't know. No, when he saw me walk, my father gave me a sword. Okay. Then he slapped me. <laughs> then he slapped me with the back of his hand. And I fell to the ground. It is my first memory, the shock of it. Blood in my mouth, on my tongue, bitter, wet. I wiped my lip. I looked up at the demon. Fight, he said, or die. Oof, I don't know why I'm giving Talia voice but okay she's so whiny um and so i fought every minute every day sometimes i won sometimes i died and when i died he tossed me in the pit i'd wake up and watch skin stretching over rotten wounds i'd scream and he'd fetch me out i was so tired and he made me walk and he'd slap me again, bitter, wet, then again, the sword in my hand. Fight, Talia, or die. <sighs> and that is how I learned. That is how I know that you, for coming here with him, you will die. Bitch, come on. Okay. Oh, that's it. That's the preview. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Selena's going to yeah. say, meow, bam. <laughs> you talk too much. You know what Selena, I, you know what I hope Selena says? I hope she slaps her and says, stop making yourself a victim. Yeah. Pick the sword up and fight, damn it. <laughs> Talia is so whiny. I hate her. Every single time you meet Talia, she is whiny. Really? Um, and she's literally like a a princess, right? Yeah. yeah. In the, in the supposedly. huge, huge, supposedly, right? She's but that's now how they look, right? Mm-hmm. The, the head of the demon clan, you know, the League of Assassins, and she's his daughter, the heir, you know, demon's daughter, blah blah blah. She's treated like a princess, okay? She's like in a weird way, but she's. So whiny and whiny and whiny. Like, <sighs> Batman, did you sleep with her just to shut her up? <laughs> I know it's horrible to say that, but I have to. Well, you know. So I I really like Tom King's Batman, and so this is really intriguing. And for everybody who's ever wanted a showdown between... Selena and Talia, this is this is good stuff. Yep. Mhm. I hope Selena slaps her a couple so, of times. Did you say you saw a video of that cult thing? Not a video, pictures. Pictures. Where was that at? Yeah. You remember? Uh, it was on some. It was on, see, now, I, I, the reason why I don't want to uh, spread it and things like that is because it's not one of these, like, genuine sites, uh, you know. It, it's one of those sites that sort of just go and spread, like, like rumors and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I didn't, like, retweet it. And I, where, where I found it on was on the comments section 
in uh, comicbook.com. So yeah, not like. So did they just put up random pictures of satanic cults or something, or was this really part Uh, of the ceremony? No, that's the thing because it's not like pictures of cursed and you know like yeah throwing up devil horns or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just. I don't know, it's not a selfie in the sex harem with Allison and Kirsten, right. put it that way. Uh, it is like just random pictures of satanic cults that you can possibly find on the internet. Oh, okay. Uh, so, and then stuff written. But more than one person has commented that they heard Kirsten was in this cult, not just in the the sorority. Right. Um. So yeah, yeah. That's I love the all the yeah. I love all the Smallville people. They came out out of nowhere and they're like, "Why is Smallville in my trending thing?" Right? Uh, and I'm. I remember I woke up in the morning and I'm like, "Allison Mac is trending. You would be interested in Allison Mac and Smallville." And I'm like, "Why? Why are they giving me stuff on Allison Mac?" Right, and right. then I opened the link. Then I opened the link, and I'm like, "Holy crap! What? I don't remember how I found it. I must have know how. I don't know if it was a video. I don't think it was a video. It was an Chris article was talking about it a lot. Yeah. Well, I oh, that's it. I saw Chris's tweet, and then I saw Gabby and Sin talking about it. Like I can't believe it. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> And I went, oh, what, and so what I kind of dived in with, remember when her and Kristen were in that group and we were, I thought it was pretty screwy back then, you know, because, you know, Allison, it's all about love and, and, and being creative and, mm. and, you know, it really helps with your acting and blah, 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 mm. and women power. And I'm like. This is a fucking cult, I can tell. Because there's only one guy, and he's the head honcho. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kristen was in on the act, too, eh? Never liked Lana. Yeah, because <clears throat> I, I, uh, the way I found it was, <laughs> Twitter is telling me everybody is talking about Smallville and Allison Mack, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, Marvel News. Oh, yay. Oh, no. (laughs) Right, because every article that had basically relinked the Daily Mail article that did this big expose, Mm -hmm. um, every article said, Marvel Actress. Yeah, so that's why it linked. That's why it popped up for me. I would be interested in this, right? And every article said Clark Kent's bestie, right? Oh, jeez. And um, so one of them said and girlfriend, I'm like, and I'm like, no, she was never his girlfriend. The other one was never his but, girlfriend. Yeah. The other one was mm-hmm. not his girlfriend. She was his. Ball catcher, for all I can say. Um, yeah. Right, him and his, his, Lex's balls in a jar. Oh! Yeah, oh, now we oh. know why. 
Oh, 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 oh. Allison Mack, the video was dated like October 2nd, and I think she was in India or somewhere at a con. And somebody asked uh-huh. her something about, um, I don't know, inside Tom, or inside, you know, of you with. She's, oh, I'm doing an inside of you with Michael. It'll probably be the late November, uh, maybe the third week in November. You'll see it the third week of November. I'm thinking, if she filmed it this week (laughs) and this shit hits the fan, oh, we really want to see inside of you with Allison Mack and watch her lion mouth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Oh, Allison. There's this stuff going around that you're in the sex cult. Do you have a tattoo? I bet she's got the head honcho's tattoo. Or brand. Yeah, but brand, not tattoo. They brand yeah. them, yeah. 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 I saw I saw a KK, so... Yeah, I saw... I saw is that a KK? Really? I mean, yeah. that is just sick beyond words. And the, the you know these people in interviews. Oh, I'm just lovely and everything, and everything's lovely and creative, and you know that's what it's life is about being creative. Yeah, well you're you got a freaking sex slave harem, honey, and you're branding people, and you're she just thought. Oh, I guess I read one article where she was the one that to punish them to spank them on their asses. Yeah, she's a sick. Yeah. Both of them are sticky. And so, yeah. why Listen. isn't anybody asking Welling about this shit? I mean, last interview I saw with Tom, they asked him, oh, do you think there will be a small reunion? He goes, well, everybody's pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. We now know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty busy having their sex slaves. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Oh, Schneider, I don't think <laughs> Schneider knew about that. Hood Schneider. John Schneider. Oh, okay, that good. Uh yeah. Kent. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just it explains so much about their characters. Yeah. <laughs> because towards the latter half when we really got really annoyed with them, they started inputting and writing and yeah. directing and putting in episodes and putting in um, suggestions for characterization and just makes so much sense now. Mm. Yeah. 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 Sickies. Yeah. I guess Alice is now <sighs> pulling. I was mind controlled. You were dick controlled, honey. Just mm-hmm. admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, like you said, she's a child actress. Right. Right. Uh, I don't put this as blame. Right. But but we know what happens to child actors and it's been happening since the inception of Hollywood and entertainment. Not just Hollywood. Entertainment. Right. Theater. All that. Right. Right. And it's not an excuse because, like I said, if you have been victimized, like this is why I hate Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Mm. Because 
it's the circle of victimization, right? It's the circle of introducing into a cult, right? right? And the story is uh, this character, Gray, was abused by an older woman who kept him as her BDSM subordinate or whatever they call it, right? Sub, right? And she was the dom, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and every single girlfriend he has, he makes a sub, right? And he wants to dominate them. And when uh, finally the main character comes around, Anna, right, whatever her name is, she comes around and she says, no, I won't be victimized by you. I won't be treated like this. You're going to treat me with respect. He then turns around and stalks her until she basically dates him. And I'm like, how is this a love story? Yeah. You know, he stalks her and then, and he grows a beard and then he's like, oh, I'm so unhappy without you. But I still want to slap you and beat you and chain you up and slap you. And I'm like, this is not, I mean, that's like a perfect capsulation of the Hollywood victimization circle or the world for that matter. The world for that matter. It's like something bad happened to you and it's like Mr. Oz. Hey, we bring it back to comics. Bring it back to comics. He made people do the wrong thing, right? Where he influences them to be evil and to repeat that action onto others. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the Julia character, she loses her job, right? And so she wants to make Metropolis suffer. But that's why they were bombing the, the Daily Planet and stuff, right? Yeah. Whereas Clark, right, was harmed. Lois was in the firing line. They choose to help people instead of make them victims as well, abuse them as well, hurt them. And that's where you get the difference in between people. You know, you get the sickos and the good guys. So don't be a sicko. Yeah, don't be a don't sicko. Don't hurt people. Yeah, yeah, don't hurt people. Yeah, I saw she did this a video with, the guy's name is Kevin Rainier, and it's called the authentic human. Yeah, that's you. This stuff is so gross. I'm so glad that Chloe didn't become Lois Lane. I'm so glad Chloe became evil at the end. Sort of. Really. Just brainiac and stuff. Yeah. That's just sick. Yeah, poor Ollie. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, what does that mean for Justin? Because, you know, Kelly, we saw the chemistry between the two. This was an episode where she tortured that guy the whole episode. And Mm. Kelly says, get this, this makes me wonder about Kelly. 
We saw the chemistry between the two. I'm like, are you kidding me? Was she part of the harem too? I don't know. Like, I think she's a little old know, the, for it now, but hey, you never know what floats True. some people's boat. So maybe she was like, "Oh, this is like how you guys do it, huh?" So apparently, okay, so, yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of that thing? That thing stuck so bad. Wasn't it season seven? <sighs> What's it? Yes. No. No. Oh. It was eight. It was eight. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh. Apparently, they collected collateral. Let's see. A screenshot obtained by Sun Online shows a collateral drop box, you know, a drop box, you know, like electronic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Along with the names of some of the Max slaves, they include blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. The screenshot apparently shows the secret drop box where slaves are told to upload blackmail-worthy materials such as naked pictures. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, what does she have on Tom then? What does she have on poor Erica Durant? Yeah, really. Hmm. The cult headquarters is in Albany, New York. She allegedly must run 40 miles a week. And eat, what was it, uh, 800 Kilojoules. Yeah. 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 500 to 800 calories. Yeah. 500 to 800 uh, kilojoule diet, which is very sickening because, um, like a normal average woman should have about a hundred, uh, 1,600. Yeah, something like that. You know, yeah, 1,600. Studied nutrition, I know the number. Um, unless it's changed uh but it that's the general so that's like half of what you should have well this okay oof, oof. my gosh and this is something i thought you know she's getting him these women and she looks at him adoringly the whole time in this one video and i'm thinking yeah i saw that yeah I she's, saw she's of that like video. she really wants to be with him but she's getting these other women what kind of Self-esteem does she have? I mean, really? It says she see. It says at first I thought she was second in command of the DOS, but now I think she may be third in command. But ultimately, it boils down to Rainier. He is the master of all the women. He's fifty-seven. Yeah, it's just a sick man who is brainwashing these women, and they are in turn creating slaves out of other women. Uh, feminism died there. Well, it says, I've had women who have escaped the cult tell me that they are told to sleep with Rainier, and Allison gets really jealous about it, and they tell her, look, I'm doing what I'm told. I don't even want to have sex with him. I'm forced to. Yeah, because you brought him into the freaking cult. Gosh, she is so Chloe. <laughs> and then she gets jealous? Yes. Oh, my God. I figured that. I figured she wants him for herself, but she's getting all these younger girls for him. 
And that's what the whole branding thing's about. That she really wants to. She is Chloe. Oh my god. She is freaking Chloe. Yeah, Chloe's the best character. No, she's not. She's a total biatch. Yeah. Now she's a sex slave cult biatch. All those Chloe fans, they disappeared rather quickly. Now, I remember back in the day when we first heard about Kristen and and, and um, Allison being in this group, that there was these twins who were millionaires. Um, and he was sucking them dry of money, and supposedly he got, got $150 million off of them. Damn. It says, without the brawn man's, that's their name, money, there would be no slaves, no branding, no blackmail. Brawn man, water, money funds the whole horrifying cult. Carlato is currently locked in a legal battle with both Renier and the Broncos. Okay, so this was whoever broke the story. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had ISIS on the show, remember? Lana ran ISIS. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, it's coming. Why are you bringing all this back? Because I'm looking at this shit, and then there's Chloe standing in front of the ISIS sign, and I just spotted that the other day. Smola had ISIS. And they had it again <laughs> with uh, Erica, remember? That with was... Erica, yes. Yeah. ISIS. Yeah. I do like that episode, though. Well, it's okay. It's not, I'm not thrilled with it, but... I do like the ending, but other than that, no. Yeah, no, I like the rest. all the stuff that, like, I like all the stuff that, like, Clark says, Lois, I'd recognize you. Well, first he's like, Lois, hey, good looking there. Then he's like, Lois, why are you acting so funny? And, yeah, and then he's, I, I like the, I love, I love the scene where he, where he catches her and they do the whole in his arms thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're such a man. He's like, I'd, I'd, I'd recognize you anyway. You know what I really hate is they show pictures of her standing with Tom or standing with Erica. Exactly. That's the thing I hate is that if that's why I thought it was like a small world union or something that was happening, then I read sex slave cult. What? <laughs> You know what? Like what? You know the sorority. You know what it stands for? DOS. No. Dominus Obsequious Sororium is Latin for Master over the slave women. Master over the slave. Yeah. How would you? How in the right mind would be in something like that? I mean, I don't know like a ton of Latin, right? But I know that. Dominus means like I'm um, dominating. Yes, and obsequious and means like too many to oh, count. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like over you. It's like you can translate it's like English roots there. And I'm like, why would you join a sorority that is called that? I don't know. I know people do weird things in the world. Weird, crazy, sick. Yeah, 
Jeez. Okay. Yeah, this is the lie that I hate. Um, Mac, let's see. This is, she put this in a bar. The more unconventional approach came when Allison came across the work of Keith Rainier. Over the course of several years, Mr. Rainier mentored Allison in her study of acting and music. As such, she has developed a deep connection to the nature of humanity as it relates to acting as an art form and a tool for personal evolution. I don't think so! <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? It's like, yeah, what bullshit. That's, yeah, she's that's always like, oh, it's about peace and love and women empowerment, and it's like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Alison Mack, we knew you were screwy when we first saw you. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Kristen Crook, that's why I never watched Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I never watched Beauty and the Beast. Oh, wait, she's not playing Lana anymore. I don't care, I'm not watching it. I was like, no, thank you. I'm not watching anything with Lana Lang in it. Okay, last Anyway. All right, so next week we will be reading uh, Superman. Superman. Batman. Batman. Uh, what else? We'll be talking about Justice League. We'll be talking about Justice League because we will both at least seen it once by then. Yep. 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 Um, I, you know, I didn't have to take Dad to lunch this Saturday, so maybe next Saturday I can sneak off and watch it again before the show. Yes. Do it, do it, do it. All right. So, we will see you okay. next week. Everybody enjoy your comics. Thank you, Taj, for a great show. Thank you, Holly, for uh-huh. a fantastic show and helping me keep the light and the darkness away. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yep. And if any darkness yep. out there, let let somebody shine their flashlight on you and get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of it. You don't yeah. need that in your life. Yeah. So, everybody have a great week, and we'll see you next week, and we'll definitely be talking about Justice League. So, good night, everybody. Go watch Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Go Go see it. it. (laughs) Night. Yay. Night.